Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Nick Carr and Mel Buttle. This is the reunion behind the scenes special of The Masked Pegger. So enjoy this. We'll be back to talk to you a bit more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this new episode with Mel Buttle and Nick Carr. Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. It is a beautiful weekend afternoon. We have two Queensland correspondents who are able to do whatever the fuck they want and instead they're choosing to sit indoors and uh, be on the show today. Please welcome very special guests Nick Carr and Mel Buttle. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. G'day, legends. Very excited. I mean, A, we have the the mask pegger has been unveiled last week and we have him in the audience, uh, well, not in the audience, he's one of the guests, and then the other person, <laughs> Mel Buttle, is the last. Oh, well, Do I have to just sit here and watch? Is well, that, I'm not allowed to participate. I, I guess that? once we finish the episode, it'll be like, you'll probably be regarded as an audience, you know, in comparison to the I'll other talent on the show, I guess. So. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, but Mel no, Buttle, last sense. time we saw Mel was um, basically when the world ended. That was the last day we saw, we did a show with uh, Mel in Brisbane, and everyone in Brisbane had sort of resigned themselves to the fact that... Yes. Um, the virus is hitting and, and this is the last thing they were ever going to see and they weren't really that happy to see us. So, um, yeah, good to see you again in, in slightly more pleasurable circumstances. Yes, thank you for having me back. And I, I love that when you wanted to do an episode all about Nick Carr's dick, you were like, who can we get? Who can oh, Buttle, Buttle. <laughs> Buttle would love to sit around for an hour and talk about uh, some other bloke's fucking dick. So, great. Thank yeah. you for... Well, yeah. we kept, we kept oh, thinking... Oh, some other bloke. I'm just some other bloke. It was subliminal. Rude. I kept thinking of, of this, you know, this model of, of Carr's dick going into Tommy's anus, and I kept thinking, butthole, butthole, but Oh, Mel, Mel, <laughs> yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, right, That's right. who we should get. I mean, not only uh, not only resigning herself to spending an hour uh, sitting here talking about it, but um, welcoming the man and his instrument into her house as well. So we mm-hmm. really, really appreciate this, Mel. Thank you so much for, uh, f- yeah, for, for having Nick Carr in your house. He's fine. I offered him a glass of water like so like a salesman. You're like, do you want a water? <laughs> okay. There's one glass. We've got Patreon. We can pay for all the fumigation fees, all of that oh, sort of okay. stuff. Thank it's you. absolutely yeah. fine. <laughs> but, um, hey, must be must be nice up there. We we sort of in Melbourne at the moment, we can't do anything. You can sort of do a lot of stuff. You're off to see a soccer game very soon. You, you're going to the gym. Um, we can't go to the gym at the moment. Um, how's the gym going up there? Um. Look, sorry. Way- clearly, I'm talking to Mel at the moment, not <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, sorry. I just, I just clear. assumed. I was like, no, no, wait. I've got some thoughts yeah. on the gym. I was yeah, like, I haven't, oh, I haven't been. I might jump in here, Nick. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the gy- the gym's going well. You, you go first. The gym is is going well, but I, because I'm very un unsporting. I don't have any achievements. I'm, but I'm dating someone who has sporting achievements. I wear her old sports stuff to the gym just to, you know, just to make myself feel better. And she's representing New Zealand like, in football. So oh, I've got right. some, so some you, good gear. So you, 
you've got like national training gear, sort of um, that they mm-hmm. only yes. they, they only give out to the actual um, proper professional sports people. That's right. I've got New Zealand football wow. shorts, uh, singlets. Is, she, is your is your girlfriend a full international um, soccer player for New Zealand? <laughs> She's not at the moment, but she was. Yeah. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was. I didn't know she was a full international. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and that futsal as full well. Full international. I've had. To- yeah. Oh, wow. Why are you saying? F- I don't know what it, it means. Something to Carl, obviously. I don't know. I just wear the shorts, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know we were talking about soccer, that would be such a Brisbane question. Is your girlfriend a full international? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's your... I think that's, that's why my mind went yeah. there. They, yeah, look, to be fair, that's, that's like saying a full international is like you've, you've definitely played for the senior level of, of yes. soccer or, or whatever. Okay, that's, right. that's what I'm trying to say. Sorry. Sorry. I, believe, yeah. I believe so. Well, she has all the outfits that would indicate yeah. that. Um, so I pop them on because... I love attention um, and mm. I, I, I wore – so I also – I live in Ipswich, so I live a long way away from where she lives. So when I'm at her house, there's no gym that I'm a member of near her house. So I have to go to her gym yep. and I go on her pass, right? And I okay. feel I, – I, oh. I, yeah, the anxiety of it, it, it fucking kills me. And you have to sign in with COVID. <laughs> so I'm like, do I write my own name because it's COVID and I've got to be ethical or do I write – her name. Oh yes. <laughs> do they cross? You know? Yeah. Do they cross check the the signing with the beep with the passes? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah. I do a mixture of both. Because what if, if she's then signed in somewhere else at the same time? Mm-hmm. There'll be a double up. They'll know. Yep. They'll, they'll 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 catch you out there. You'll go to jail. Man. I, that's yeah. Probably looking at some time for this. Um, <laughs> so I think a PT at the gym, her gym, might be on to me because he. I did my I did my run my my two kilometer treadmill run whatever, um, nice, and nice. he he looks at me and he goes oh how did your run go I was like yeah good thanks mate yeah and he goes I haven't seen you around here before and he goes what's your name and I said Mel and then he he got me talking and I realised he was just asking me all these questions and he's looking his eyes are going up and down to my New Zealand football. Singlet and yeah, shorts, not. and the <laughs> right. accent obviously does not go with that, does it? Oh yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. And he kept. It, it, does it have her name on the back? Like, uh, it's got her number on the back. I don't think it's got a name on the back of the oh, okay. singlet. I think the singlet uh, is just like a training singlet or something. Uh, no idea. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting quite nervous answering these questions, and he just keeps looking at me and going, "So are you getting fit for a?" A game or something, and I'm like, no. For a, for a full international. Fully, are you are you are you going to go the full international? <laughs> I love I love the mail. Like you're going in, you're like writing a fake name when you go in. You're you're across all that. You've got the you know you've got the identity fraud. But then as soon as you're in the door, you're just letting it all drop immediately. Like he's asking you yeah. your name, and you're you're buckling mm-hmm. at the first hurdle. You're not able yep. to answer any. You haven't come up with any kind of backstory about the uniform. Like I thought you no. were really on top of this, but you, you've yeah you've you're giving up the ghost almost immediately. I'm very mentally weak, Tommy. Um, <laughs> uh, I also yeah. I like the idea that that maybe like this guy that's hitting you up is like a Matilda scout who's like gone. <laughs> Fuck, we've got a we've got a New Zealand full international in the building. Let's see. Oh God, her time for two kilometers is shit house. Yeah. What is going on here? I think we've got this this upcoming match. We've got it. We've got it. 
Yeah. Then I tried, yep. I tried to explain to him like why I'm so out of form because I realised, oh my God, he's thinking this, yeah. this is not a professional athlete. So I said to him, <laughs> I said, oh, I've recently lost 20 kilos. And then he was like, right. He was like trying to put together how fat was this bitch before? Jesus Christ! Plus, <laughs> <laughs> and then I literally I didn't know how to end it or fix it, and he just started to talk about words I didn't know um, about strength and conditioning, and I just walked away. I was like, "Yeah, mate, right, mate, okay, good on you," and just did how my dad wraps up a conversation, just start saying "mate" yeah. and and goodbye, <laughs> and I just walked right. away. I lo- I- I love the idea that he's got straight onto sports bet and the next New Zealand full international, their odds have just blown out to 30 to 1 going, right. oh, <laughs> right. yeah. this number 11, slow time for 2K. Also, she just lost 20 kilos. How bad were they a couple of months ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. COVID has been hard on the New Zealand women. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's got the 5K dumbbells. This sounds like such a stressful story. Like, it's honestly making me feel a little bit better about the gyms not being open down here. This is the kind of stuff that I want to hear more of from interstate people. Nightmare interactions Mm, that they're mm. having at the pub, at the shops, at the gyms. Just like, you know what? It's an ordeal out there. I don't need to leave the house. I don't need this kind of stress in my life. Do you know what? Some people get a bit pressured into, you know, going to the gym and, you know, there's a lot of people working out and they're being looked at by other people in the gym. That is actually... In contrast, absolutely fine at the moment, I reckon. I was just in the park before and there, were, there was like a PT session going on where there was like obviously a couple doing weights, like full on do, like lifting proper weights with a PT guy there sort of guiding them. In At least in the gym, you've got other people that are working out and they're sort of like your equals watching. They were doing it in the park. There were full on people just getting pissed out of their brains sitting there drinking cask mm, wine yeah, and then yeah. watching these people work out, just going, oh, yeah, fucking lift a big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my gyms yeah. started doing that and they're really, God bless them, they're, they're doing their best. Like they're really trying to pump it. Like, guys, the outdoor sessions have been absolutely electric. You've got to get down here and you look at the pictures yeah. and it's nah. like, this looks like piss. This looks like the absolute yeah. worst fucking way to spend an afternoon. Like, I'd honestly I'd rather, rather be indoors I'd, not exercising. Fuck. Yeah, I'd rather not have birds shing on my head whilst I'm, whilst I'm doing <laughs> sit-ups, if that's possible at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not great. But, hey, um, like you said, Mel, we did think of you when we mm, wanted to um, um, talk a little bit further about uh, the big reveal last week. So what, just to catch you up on this, Mel, what happened was um, at the start of lockdown, um, we, at the start of all, all this virus business happening, Tommy came out of the blue and said on the show that he wanted to get pegged by his girlfriend mm, in mm-hmm. lockdown. Now, yeah. that, that all sort of startled us quite a bit. Um, we also talked about getting um, presents for each other, me and Tommy. So he got me a, a, a picture, of like a watercolour thing of, a, of Thai food. I got him a dildo made, modelled from a mystery comedian's penis so that he could get absolutely plugged. Um, by somebody new, uh, and in the last four or five weeks, I've been giving out um, uh, giving out clues so that everyone, all the listeners, all the other guests, could guess about um, whose penis, you know, absolutely did um, blow apart Tommy's little butthole, and that's been confirmed last week on the show by Tommy himself. Absolutely full of Nick Carr um, in the last couple of weeks. So Tommy, again, you'll yeah. you'll um, admit to that. Great. Awesome. I, uh, so, I wrote, Mel, just to catch yep. you up, I wrote no. a uh, 
Carl was very insistent that he would not reveal the name of, of who this dildo belonged to until he had heard about it uh, being used. And knowing what this man is like if he doesn't get his way, I wrote a fan fiction story about an unnamed podcaster <laughs> using a peg uh, and I read it out on the show last week. Now, look, it. this Thank Carl, Carl has taken that as, uh, as, as confirmation. He's taken that as fact and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for it to be interpreted uh, any way I mean, he wants it to be interpreted. So it was so full it. of detail, though. Like yeah. you absolutely yeah, I'm a did skilled it. Yeah, it writer. So full of detail. I'm a skilled writer. Compliment. I have a gift yeah. with the quill. I, mm. I busted out the parchment, was... and I spent a couple of days. Just inspiration just took me over, and uh, it was almost like I uh, I just gave myself over to the words. You know, they just came tumbling out of me. Yeah, Car, I mean, Car you, you must have had one of those sort just... of like spidey senses, you know, except in your penis, <laughs> where you could just feel it. Yeah, yeah. actually going <laughs> yeah, into Tommy at the time. Just lying in bed and just got an erection out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh, he's done it." You know, this when you get a chill, yep, like good. someone's talking about you or something. It's like, "Oh, someone! I think someone, someone's butthole is clenching on my penis right now." Okay, right. my dick okay. is burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish the world worked that way. If you just got some kind of sense every time someone was like jacking off over you or you know thinking about mm. you in that yeah. way, oh. that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, so, Mel, that, that's what happened. We gave a bunch of clues last week was a big reveal um it ended up being uh, the person inside your house uh nick Carr. now we gave out a bunch of clues last uh week we revealed what some of them were so uh, like the answers to them so we'll be doing a bit more of that but i think what everyone sort of really wants to know is of nick Carr. how how did you actually model for a dildo how how does how does that actually work Sorry, we, we were frozen for a little bit. I, I missed uh, a bit of what was going on. How, how did I do it? Well, uh, the process. <laughs> the what, masked what? pegger is you. That's the bit that you missed, you fucking clown. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, sick. All right. Well, it was me. Hey. Oh, we both froze. I didn't, I mean, Surprise, I, don't know how, I don't know how the story ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I've forgotten about it. It doesn't rate, that doesn't rate that highly in a weird thing for me to do. Like, so I was like, you know, I've well, we'll put it this it. way, it's Nick. So, the, the, yeah. a lot of reaction from listeners is, you know, there were some people that are slightly disappointed. It's like, oh, we thought it was going to be this huge name or whatever it is, and it's it's this guy Nick Carr that we 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 don't know that well. Just so people at home know, don't be disappointed. It wasn't like I came up with the idea that I was going to get a comedian to model their penis into a dildo, and then I asked people <laughs> and like couldn't convince some big names. It was literally a, a conversation that you we had together, wasn't it, Carr? Yeah. It was. We, it was never yeah, anyone was, else that, that was considered for it. Yeah. It was purely a, an idea that we came up between the two of us. No, yeah, it was just a co- one of the many. You know, you, you ring me like most nights to talk about boys and stuff. Mm. Like you know, we're, we're you know, you ring me all the time. We're in constant mm. uh, contact. Mm. And you were discussing that you you were saying that because you know you guys had the thing where you're meant to buy each other presents. You were like, I haven't fucking done that. I've got no idea what to get Tommy. Mm. And I've got a friend who uh, her partner lives in Melbourne, and so they were separated for all of lockdown. So he made a, a mold of his dick to send to her, okay. you know, to, to keep the keep the spark mm. alive. Um, you know, during lockdown. And I'd said to you, you should make one of your own dick and give it to Tommy for the pegging thing. Because, mm. you know, he said he wanted to get pegged, like two stories crossing together. Mm. And you're a fucking coward and you wouldn't do it. So you're like, no, 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 you do it. <laughs> and for some reason, I'm in this... <laughs> and for some reason, I'm in this weird, like, Stockholm Syndrome abusive relationship with you where I'm, 
so desperate for your approval. I was like, yeah, you know what? I will do it. Yeah. That sounds great. Why not? I, I think that sort of happened. I think it was more I, – I don't think you even said – that I should do it. I just immediately laughed and went, "Yeah, you do it. This would be funny." And you were, and then you were like, "Yeah, absolutely, whatever." When can I do it? Can I come over yeah. now? <laughs> I want to make know a model of your dick with my I'm, mouth. If it's kind of like Parliament on this, and Tommy has a right of reply, like does Tommy get to make a mold of his dick that? Nick has to shove up his ass, you know, like because I've been working on the ABC, so they're very about balance. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> right. oh right, so, right. It's all about balance, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. We've done enough. We've yeah. done enough bashing of the libs. We need to get a. You know. We need to get some other. We need to get a. a yeah. A contrasting. Left viewpoint. and right representation. Yeah. Left yeah, and yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Look, I'm on board, but we have to be side by side. Like, I, you know, like I want him to. I want him to do it again. I want us to experience. It. Maybe should we? Is there a way we could do it to? Can Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is, I mean, I, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> molding my dick, but I'll tell you what I can do. I can make you a mold of my butthole into a little fleshlight, and I can send you that. Oh, that sounds <laughs> absolutely. nice. There are kits for that. Yeah. There are absolutely. You can. There, there are. There are kits for like the for the front of a vagina. Yeah. But then it's just like it doesn't mold the inside. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, if you if you if you you just connect it to a top of a fleshlight. If you model your butthole, Tommy, mm. and we get that going, then we can actually you know use cars model penis in your model but- butthole and actually have you fuck at live shows for all the people that are ima- yeah. trying to imagine it. We could yeah, actually okay. do that, or yeah, or we could bring it around and teach kids at schools. We could no, do I, that as well, maybe. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the idea. We get some kind of um, we make a little two little mechanical things that they're on, and we like drive them around like robot wars, and we mm. <laughs> we beat mm. on either side of the stage with a remote control, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to drive this into a little fleshlight that's on the other side of the stage. Oh, there, there we it go. Is. We can there see it, it is, on by the way, there. Mel. There it is. Um, oh, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. It's okay, can you put it? Further into, so I might see the base. Yeah, yeah. So and just up. for comp- that's next to my, that's that's it. Next, it's there like it literally, it is the exact same height as an iPhone, which I find yeah. very funny. What's going on? And here? what what iPhone do you have, please, Tommy, for my reference? Uh, it's a XXL. It's a it's a it's it's a very big one. It's actually only a flat screen a TV. That rare. wasn't an iPhone it's, at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? I think it's a. 10. Have you seen the billboard at Times Square? <laughs> yeah. Jumbo. Uh, thank you. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, so just so you know, just so you, as long as you're cool with knowing the exact size and shape of the penis of the man that's sitting in the, in the room beside sure. you at the moment, uh, Mel. Yeah. Um, was that taken We're with close. a? A f- flaccid penis, Nick, or a erect penis? I can't. I don't know. I've been off yeah, off the tools for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that one's. Yeah, I mean, look, that is that. It, that is it. That's a that's a soft one. Like it's normally much. It's, it's no, it's, it's not car. No, so no, that was. It's not. That's not. I was going to say up, the way yeah. that this all got set up and that the clues that were being uh, given out over the show the yeah. last few weeks and the things that people, the names that people were guessing, and then the answer that they ended up getting, it was a little bit like uh, on the Simpsons with who shot Mr. Burns, where in the end they find out it was the baby, mm. and I mean that in yep. more ways than one. Um, <laughs> 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 it's um, yep. it's yep. got some reasonable it, gir- girth to it, I think. From from yeah, it do- definitely does. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah, but enough I, I about the Tommy, man attached Tommy, to the dick. What about the dick yeah. itself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tommy, I want to say that's an excellent comparison because it, you know. 
just like Lisa Simpson, this is one of the people's least favourite characters who never says anything funny on the show. So yeah, I think I think you've nailed it there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. But, Car, Car. You're welcome for content. Car, so let us know, for us uninitiated that have never made our penises into a a dildo before, what is the process? So what happens? You decide this is going to live on forever in in rubber form. What what do you do? After that phone conversation we've had, what do you then do? Well, first of all, I'll say that this is the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. Like this was weeks of work. Yep. It would cost me, I spent, I think about 480 bucks over the course of this process. To $480? Right. Dollars? I fucked it up. What? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was, I, I had to buy a lot of kits. Like things were going Let's, let's, let's not skip ahead. Okay, let's so, let's okay, tell yeah, the story. Right, yeah. okay, so, I don't know if you've ever tried to perform right. a story before Nick Carr, but let's go from the, the I'm not start. Very, no, I'm let's not go very from good the start and um, then we'll move on from there. Okay, fine. Okay. So first of all, so we get off the phone. I jump on uh, the, the what was it lovehoney.com and buy a cloner. Is it cloner Willie? I think. Oh God, a, we're naming the website, the so we give it. There's more than one sort of plug happening on this show at the moment. Okay, there right. are, yeah, that's, that's it. We're, we're getting. I'm, I'm trying to get sponsorship from them. Yep. Um, no, yeah. So they have the, the cloner Willie kit, and so they it, they bring it out in this big tube. Um, uh, and it's got the instructions and everything all in there. There's like two big, thick, like cans of the different. You got to mix the silicon together. Um, there's like a, a thermometer in there. There's a bag of the molding stuff. There's a like a, a paddle pop stick that you use to mix everything. And it's like I've watched. They, they tell you they've got the instructions this, there, but this, they have a video. This, this on sounds YouTube like the Great Australian Bake Off to me. This sounds like you, well, you, <laughs> yeah. you're just baking a cake and then rooting yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Pluggers, you have that's, two yeah, hours that's... to complete your dildo. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Um, that's absolutely not enough time. How many blokes do you reckon try and big note themselves by then calling back the company and going, "I'm going to need more silicon. Uh, there's yeah. just there's just not enough here for me to fit mine in. Uh, going to need to send out a couple more cans because <laughs> the tube's not big enough." So, so, Car, you, you, you then, you, what you mix together all this silicon. You, ha- mm-hmm. you have to make sort of a mixture, and then yep. you have to pour it into okay. a tube yep. as you're sticking your erect penis into no. a, into right. a tube. No. You're jumping ahead. You're jump- now. You're jumping ahead. Right. So, uh, what you got to do? It's 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 quite. There's a fair bit of craft work, and it does take a couple of days just to make one. So, first of all, what you've got to do is you've got to cut. The tube they give you, you've got to cut that to length. So you've got to get an erection for that. So you've got to get an erection and hold it up and then mark it off. Mark off the tube at the right, the correct length. So, so you're, you're putting the off. tube beside your penis, not, you're not putting your penis oh. into the tube. No, no, no. You're putting next to the next to the next to the penis, so you can cut it off, right. and then you've got to tape around the edge of it so it doesn't like jab you. Um, now this sounds like yeah, the block. It, it's it's <laughs> and yeah, it is. It does. It's it's so much craft. And then it, I read in the in the instructions that if you've got a bend in your penis, they recommend like slicing it at an angle, spinning it round, gluing it on, so that it like the tube is like, and then taping it up so the tube is angled. And I have a slight curve, so I've. This is what I've done. I've, I've cut oh, it off. Well, let's see. Angled it around, retaped it up. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not a big curve. It's just a slight. Curve, I'd like to see know. the curve, please. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Is no, you gotta you gotta you gotta hold it. You gotta hold it up like yes, yeah, like, like front way. Is like, there so enough? See it from Wait, the, Is there enough the room on that road oh. to have a curve? Yeah. Yes. There we go. Yeah. That's the. Yeah. Okay. There's a slight. There's a bit of a. It's like a two percent curve. I don't. I didn't even know if I'd call that a curve. Yeah, it's not a heavy one. Yeah. 
Yeah, and th- and this is the thing. So it was completely unnecessary for me to do that. Like it would have just fit in the tube normally, but mm. I've gotten a bit too. I was like, oh no, I want to make sure I do this right. It says if you've got a curve to do this, so I'll do it. Um, so I've put that in there. So then you've got to you've got to get a bowl of water and get it to exactly. I think was it thirty degrees or something. <laughs> you've got to have it at exactly <laughs> this the right is temperature. So stressful. So they give you. They give you this, yeah, it is, dude, it's so stressful. So they give you this little thermometer, and so you're sitting there, like, with it in. You, you get that ready, so you're like, so, right, so right, Carl, right. where are you doing all this? Mm. This big cooking oh. show, where are you, where's okay, this taking so place? This is the other thing, like, I'm living with my parents. Oh, my oh, yeah, I'm, I was living with my parents. And, <laughs> hang um, on, hang on, hang on. A, this man, was also- a man that's volunteering to model his penis for a podcast <laughs> is living with his parents? That seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> I make a lot of good decisions. Mm. That's, uh, <laughs> I've got all this money to. I've, I'm not paying rent, so I've got all this money to spend on fake dildos. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. If, the, if at the start of this you were living in your own place and you had to like move out and sell things so you could afford this, <laughs> this, this fake it's penis, it's become for an Tommy. obsession, and I'm just setting myself broke by yeah. just keep making them over and over. Are again. you no, in the, um, in the so this, kitchen doing this then? Because you need hot water at a temperature, so you're doing this near. Mm. Well, initially yeah. I thought I'll do it in the bathroom for cleanup sake, yeah. and I don't know. It felt weird to do it in the kitchen, so I was like, I'll do it in the bathroom. Because mm. also too, this is during like lockdown, so mum and dad were home most. Like it was so hard to find time when they just weren't home, right? Because you needed to do, and and it took a lot. The cleanup took hours afterwards, so I had to really plan this out. So I think hours. Like, mum and dad went to like. What do you? What do you? What do you walk around? walk around just waving oh. your dick around like a windmill, <laughs> flicking plaster all over yeah, the house? Man. There's a lot of there's a lot of prep work, man. There's a lot of prep work. So you get the water to the right temperature, and then they tell you once you start pouring the powder in to make the mold. The mold isn't like clay or anything. It's this weird. It's like I think it's like literally say it's got like algae in it or something. Oh. It's kind of like a firm when it when it when it sets. It's like this firm, uh, like gel gel jelly sort of stuff. Right. Like it's pretty firm, like je- weird jelly. It looks creepy. So you've got to when you start mixing that in. As soon as you put the water in, you start mixing it. You've got two minutes to get your dick in that tube, right? Like from when, so you've got to mix it. You've got to mix it pretty thoroughly. It, they, they say they don't mind if there's lumps in there. Like it can be a little bit mm. of lumps, but you've got to mix it pretty thoroughly and then pour it in there. Yeah, it's like talking um, to Maggie so Beer, first, you know, isn't it? Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to do all this. You've got to make sure the temperature's perfect, and you've got to mix in this stuff while you're like. As hard as you can possibly right, do. right. So, so you've got, you've got, got to, you've got to be cooking whilst erect is is what yeah. you're doing, uh, and then you've got to be doing a bit of craft, right? So then what? Then you've got to stick it in and be hard for two minutes. Is that what you're saying? How long? No, does it no. Take? Once you yeah, once like one, yeah, once you get it in there, I think they say keep it in there two or three minutes, and then it sort of sets. It does set fairly quickly, but that's why you can't fuck around with it. You've got to mix it in and you got to pour it. So mm. the first time I tried to do it, I um fucked up and poured like, like the mold. I didn't get all the uh, all the stuff in the tube like because I was in a hurry because I was like racing against the clock yeah. before I didn't want to lose the erection and, and it was hard so because you had like a in. porno in one hand and then the tube in the other and mixing yeah, yeah I had my I had bowl. my laptop up yeah. I had my laptop up next to me just with stuff going on but again you, you're not focusing on the porn you're trying to make sure everything's alright and then so I just spilt like most of the mixture out. Right. So then I've tried to throw the dick in anyway and it just wasn't working. And I imagine so, but luckily I, I imagine had, that dick of yours has never been hardened in something for two minutes in its entire life. You absolutely if you're doing it more than if you if you go on more than two minutes you're wasting your time. 
It doesn't. Uh, uh, the you know, the yeah, podcast is now finished, Nick. Tommy said yeah. the funniest thing you can say, so it's done. That's, That's it. The end. <laughs> it's oh. done. See I'm going to go have a nap. <laughs> you guys just chat amongst Thanks, yourselves. Yeah, I'm going to go nine nice. eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not really here for the, com- the I'm not really here for the comedy, guys. I actually want to hear about Nick talking about his penis some more. So uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys are going. <laughs> I let's just get we can get a real deep dive in. I want to know, Nick Carr, how many goes did it take you to get? The, the mold that Tommy now has in his in his ass and hands. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tommy Good Tommy question. Tommy's one is the fifth. The fifth oh. is the you know the the Mark Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you know how Iron Man has a bunch of different suits. Yeah. This is the Mark. He's got the Mark <laughs> right, Five. Right. It's like the most technologically it regenerated. Yeah, yeah. It got it got yep. sick and had to had to change. So there, there was a there was a clue so, early on that uh, this one that I have isn't the only one of these that exists, which a lot of people uh, listening and and guests yeah. on the show and myself included took that to mean possibly that this was a comedian who had maybe um, you know done this as merch or you could you know buy it you know somewhere along the line. But what that actually meant was there was like an abandoned graveyard of mutant <laughs> Nick Carr dildos just sort of rolling along the yeah. floor going, why oh. don't you love us, Father? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, graveyard would be nice. That would imply they're all buried in the ground. These things are still walking amongst us. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Living in the world. So, so Carr, so- after the first one, is it fair to say you went, right, this is too hard to maintain with an erect penis. You're going to need some professional help. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. So the first one, I f- uh, like fucked it up. I had another lot of powder, so I tried it again then. But I, when I washed out the, the tube, I forgot to dry it. So there was still some water in there. So the first one was a, like, do you, I, I've got it here. Do you want me to show you? And then I'll tell you, this is why. Yes. This was just me like just giving it a crack and without any sort of aid. So as you can see, it's, it's pretty like. It's got a big hole like, in like it. I was touching it the side. Yeah, I was touching the sides a bunch of times. The, it's a little too it's bad. Pretty, the veins more yeah. visible on that one than the the Mark V? Let's compare. Yeah, compare the pair. A little bit, I, yeah. I think the main thing that we mm. were worried about at the time, I did talk to you about this at the time, was what you were worried yeah. about was if, if it was inserted into Tommy's butt, it might break off and stay in there, which I was a, a little uh, bit excited yeah. about. I did like the idea it's of Tommy, Tommy going right. to hospital having to ask for Nick mm. Carr's uh, penis to be taken out of there. Oh, I was uh, putting up the Christmas lights and I fell off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was on the roof of my house and I fell down into Queensland into an open mic comedy show <laughs> and onto Nick Carr's dick. <laughs> so, so the first one was so... The first one was so stressful, so I'm like, mm. right, I'm, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it right, I can't fuck around. That's it, you can't combine so stress and, and an erect penis, that doesn't work. No, no, you can't. So I've, I've gone to see my local GP um, and said to him, oh, look, mate, I'm... Uh, Can I get on the mental you know, health plan, I'm please? having some trouble. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm going to ask now. No, I was like, oh, hey, um, I'm, having tr- you know, I'm having trouble uh, maintaining an erection. Can I please uh, get some Viagra? So you didn't, he, you didn't give him any context. Like, you didn't say I'm having... Trouble maintaining an erection while sticking it in a mixing bowl full of clay. You just you, you took yeah. that off the side of it. <laughs> no, I I just decided just to. to I was like, oh look, I'm having trouble. He goes, oh, someone at your age, you really shouldn't be having mm. any issues. And I'm like, well, I do. And then I just kind of st- st- sat there staring at him. <laughs> I did try first, a f- I just, uh, and then he, he eventually gave up. I did try first. A friend gave me one of the synthetic ones that you can get 
like just over the counter at, a, at an adult shop. But that gave me heart palpitations and made me feel very ill. So mm. I, I decided that one wasn't. And it didn't really seem to work. And then like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it didn't really seem. It just made me feel very, very, very sick. Not horny at all. So I had to abandon that one. I threw that one right out. That was no good. Uh, so yeah, I've gone. I've got the Viagra. And so, then in between so getting this, didn't you? Didn't you take that? Did Did you have a crack at making a mold with the synthetic Viagra, and then you had to go and see the doctor because you were so ill from it? No, no, no. I I, I don't think I had a crack at it because I was like, it's just not going to work. Like I, it right. wasn't making me. It wasn't helping at all. Okay. Um. But I did. It did. Make, I was worried I was going to have to go to the doctor. I felt really sick. I was going to have to call mum and mum. Can you take me to the hospital? <laughs> well, I'm just taking some over the counter Viagra. That's fucked me up. I'm like, <laughs> it's ruined my day. Um, you know what? But no, so then to top that off... This is sorry? a lot of hassle. Is it? You've been through a this, lot, Nick. It's so much hassle. This is yeah. one of the most stressful stories I've ever heard. I feel like I'm watching Uncut Gems at the moment. This is yeah. like... I never, I never could have predicted that just hearing the story about the dick being made <laughs> would be... The, like every step of it, the parents in the house, the timer... Mm-hmm. The the not being at the, yep. the then you're trying to get an erection using medicine and it's giving you heart palpitate. This is just <laughs> this is fucked, Nick. And this is I'm, really worth fucked. It. I, w- worth it to think that you're you're modelling your penis to stick in your friend's ass though. It's worth it though. <laughs> yeah, a, just, at the end of the tunnel, worth a commitment. Just picturing my ring and just being like, now remember why you're doing this. Remember what it's for. <laughs> Doing this so Tommy comes. But on top of all that too, you, I'm working with Carl Chandler on this, so I'm just getting constant abuse throughout the floor. Oh, why haven't you fucking done yeah, this already? Yeah. How hard can it be? Yeah. Just stick your dick in some fucking clay, you idiot. Just get it done. What are you fucking doing? Don't we? Oh, we need all, to get this going, man. We all need to good advice. Like, oh, all, hey, prove me wrong. Yeah. That's all good advice. Yeah, yeah. Lucky, I mean, it's it's. I can't get an erection now without thinking about Carl Chandler berating <laughs> me for not <laughs> for, for not getting it done. But then, uh, so to top it off with the Viagra, so then um, I didn't want to go to that chemist because uh, it was in Gatton uh, and I know the chemist. So I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to get found out. Like, I don't want people around town thinking I use Viagra. So I decided to wait until I was in Brisbane. And in the meantime, I've lost the prescription. Oh. So I had to go back and see another doctor. Oh, and he's like, you've oh. just, you've just, you've just <laughs> got a, a prescription. And I was like, yeah, I lost it. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yep. And he goes, you really shouldn't, like someone your age can't, really shouldn't Can't keep an erection, can't keep a prescription. <laughs> what can you keep? <laughs> Nick, can I just ask, not, is there a, a single a element of this story that isn't a fucking nightmare in some way? Because yes. I might need yeah. to crack a, I might well, need to crack a beer for the rest yeah. of this just to take the edge off. Like yeah. I am, I'm sweating yeah, I mean, just hearing this. It's definitely upped the amount of drinking I've done. Like it's, it was, it was such a yeah, it was such a harrowing process. Because then, so I've gotten the Viagra. I'm ready to have another crack. I've ordered because that's it. I have to order it online, and it takes. I kept having to pay the express postage to get it there a couple of days quicker. Like it did come like within two days, sort of every time. But again, because Carl's like, "Oh, you fucked it up again. We need to get this going, man." So then I'm ordering more, and there's more lead time. And then so once I get it, then I've got to wait for mum and dad to leave the house again. And this time I was like, "No, nah, the bathroom made it too hard. I'm doing it in." It's also I love this. Um, like presumably, like your parents in the high risk category for this virus, and you're just constantly going. Why don't you go out and take a little walk? Just go, just go pot around the shopping centre yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, you know who you haven't had lunch with for a while, Mum? Nan. I think you should go visit Nan yeah. for a bit. Like, how long? How how long are you going to be? Uh, you know, we'll go out. How long should we go out for, Nick? Oh, about a hard on and a half. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. Weird, weird measurement of time. <laughs> 
So, so the second attempt um, was uh, it mostly it went a bit better. It went a bit Let, better. Let's, uh, I, we need to cut down on the admin, Nick. Are we, is there anything? Mm. We can't describe all five editions. We don't no. have the time. So okay, not right. if okay, describing so them takes this amount of time for each one. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, for each one. Well, then, so I, I finally got one right. Right, I finally got one right. And the thing is, oh, that's the other thing. Sorry, I should mention. I also invested in a cock ring just to really up the end. Like I wasn't going to take what? any chances, so I had the Viagra, had a cock ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to. You had to cut it to the right size. It was it was all a process. Did you just to, did, did you, you need you, this? Well, I want. I don't know. I, I was really just trying to make sure I didn't. Uh, I mean, I, is this, I was not taking any chances. Is that yeah, it you at see, the base? Yeah, that's yeah. the cock ring. That is. Oh, the we cock can ring. see the cock yeah. ring at the yeah. base. Okay. I did wonder yeah, about that's, that. Yeah. That's how. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's the that's the cock ring. That is very. So, that is very. That is kitchen. a very Queensland dick. I think Tommy, mm. you should have been able to pick that. I <laughs> should have yeah. narrowed it down a lot. Mm. Yeah, I was like, what? So, uh, Why? Have, okay, so you've had to go to all this hassle, Nick. Would it not have been easier yeah. just to put your dick in Tommy's asshole? Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Oh, look, yeah. we know better next like time, Mel. It's all well and good for you to say that in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. But we, we've, we've learned that now. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gone through the process. But then, so there's a moment. The biggest moment of regret I had was when I made the first one and got it right. And I'm like in the kitchen, in my parents' kitchen, with this. I've poured it. I've got it all in the mixture. And I've jammed it on. And I'm trying to make sure it's straight because that's the other thing. You've got to make sure that you're not touching the sides anywhere because that'll, that'll make the mold weaker. Mm-hmm. That's where you get all the spots in. So I've got it jammed on. And I'm like trying to keep like, – because it sort of doesn't give a great idea of when exactly it'll set. So you just got to keep it in there. And I'm just trying to like – like get real primal with it, like ugh, trying to egg myself on to keep oh, as hard as I possibly isn't could. That a, so, isn't that a sight to see on Zoom, everyone? Mm. Just seeing what oh, um, yeah, Nick yeah. Carr's so, hard on I'm face s- looks like. Growing, what an absolute delight. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm, stand, I'm, I'm standing in my parents' kitchen with all the blinds down, naked, jam this thing on. Because it all spills out. Like as you put your dick in, the excess mold all spills out the side and just goes all over the floor. At least by um, the look of it, there wasn't that much that spilled out. So that's mm. cool. <laughs> so my, my dog's standing beside me the, behind me the whole time whimpering just like losing a mug like it was it was it was a very hard to keep to keep it going um but i did it so the first one came out and with the vibrator that they they tell you to put in um so the, like i followed their instructions you cut out a piece of paper you stick the vibrator and then stick that over the top so the vibrator doesn't fall all the way in um but so the first the, the first one was great but the vibrator was poking at the bottom. So then when I showed Carl Chandler, I got a bunch of abuse. It's meant to be a fucking peg on you, a peg, you idiot. Like, she's not going to be able to strap that on. It's, you know, it needs to be flat at the base. It needs to be flat. So that yes. one that I made was perfect. Again, I, perfect, I still the, maintain was... I come out well in this story. Everything I'm saying <laughs> makes sense. I only wish in hindsight I'd been saying, sense. forget some of these details, Carl, so you don't bore everyone with them later on for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to tell. So then, the, the third one I made. Yeah, all right. So the third one. Have I you made, noticed, I, I tried to boys? We've gone back to the first one again. Like we thought. Yeah. I thought we got yeah. out of yeah. that, and now he's somehow. Yeah, me I'm too. not great at counting. I'm not great at counting. Yeah. Um, so then, okay. We're so then, I made this I one, and it's all. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then the third one I tried to reuse the same mold as the the, the good one, um, and I didn't put the vibrator in. Uh, but it's all it's all like rough around the edges, like it, the, using the same. You can't reuse. Can the same I ask mold this card? Do we need to hear a description of every model mm. of them, or can we just okay? Fine. Can we all just right, assume okay, we'll, uh, that we got there in the end? Yep. Can we do that? 
<laughs> okay, we got okay. Fine. All right, we got there in the end. We got the, we see this again. A... This is so fucking stressful. <laughs> <laughs> <I> can't handle. <laughs> we can do some Patreon content. We can do bonus episodes for each and every <laughs> one of the dildos along the way. <laughs> yeah, if you, if people want to hear that, content. they can pay for it. <laughs> right. And, All right. Well, what do you? Okay. What do you want to know then? What's uh? Car. What what we do? What will be good is instead of an hour on each dildo. What mm. we can do is we can talk about what we talked about last week, which was we, we gave clues for the last five weeks. And so a lot of people want to know exactly what some of them meant. Um, now, we'll yeah. go through week by week. Um, now, we said in the first week he's a comedian. You, you've, you've performed Ooh, all around Australia okay. in different states. Well. Yeah, I know. That was a bit of a trick to throw some people off the scent. Yeah. I know. I've, I've taken a few liberties there. Sorry. Sorry, Fine. everyone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a full international comedian. Thank you very much. Well, that's that's right. You performed internationally. Um, it didn't say you performed well, but it does say you performed internationally. Uh, it doesn't, says doesn't mean I had to get laughs. It says you've been a, you're a multiple threat. It says you've acted. Now, what have you acted in, yes. Nick Carr? Uh, I recently did a uh, proof of concept video, like a pilot uh, for a, a TV show that we're trying to get funding for called Apps. Oh, um, that's, we have not got funding yet. That doesn't yet. count, um, that's, so, <laughs> that's an open micers idea from Brisbane um, that you've been in. Yeah. So that's not yeah. acting. Is, no. And, and it also, was very good. Uh, well, he's acting now that he's been in something worth mentioning. I guess that's something. But yeah. he, the idea of that was, so is, is, this the, is this the concept, Nick, that people are pretending to be different applications, like someone's pretending to be Facebook and someone's pretending to be no, whatever it is? The, 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 it is. The idea of it was that, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not it, Mel. All right, it. you explain it, it then. Okay. That we're... <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, no, <laughs> it is um, uh, we're all apps in someone's phone. Oh, so people are right. pretending uh, to be apps, then, the f- are they? Yeah, right. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. right. We're not, but we're not pretending; we're acting. Right. Okay, right. That's the so this difference. is like uh, <laughs> this is like if someone at Pixar had brain damage. This is the kind of concept they come up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, this which- is this is as if. As if someone had thought of an idea that everyone else had thought of 70 times before oh, yeah. about five years ago. That's the concept here. Um, which app were you playing, Nick Carr, in this production that oh, hasn't been question. seen on any screens? Good question. I was playing Tinder. Oh, right. Of course. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so I, got to, I got to say a which bunch of things. explains why a lot of people um, are always good. saying, I've got to get off Tinder. Yep. <laughs> um, so, what? Um, now you you got the role. Was there an extensive um, audition process? There was. I uh, I was asked. I uh, was asked to audition for the role. But then when they set out the briefing for like what the different characters are like, they had photos of me in like what they were looking for. They wanted a Nick Carr type. Uh, <laughs> so I had to audition for like something a role that was based on. Uh, how I act on stage, so that right. was fun. And like, yep. then they had another guy, a much more handsome young guy, audition for it as well. And I was like, but he's not—he's nothing like Nick Carr. God, I'm the imagine, most like Nick Carr. imagine like, someone, imagine someone missing out on the role because they said, no, we wanted someone a bit more Nick Carr like. Fucking hell! <laughs> it, I'm interested to hear they held auditions, Nick Carr, because almost everyone in that production. Has a very very um, loose five minute set, if that, that they need to work on. So, <laughs> ha- I wondered so if, if that pres- was not pulled together by Facebook 
Messenger that production there. Oh yes, but who was playing Facebook Messenger though in in uh, the apps? Though. Great, great question. <laughs> yeah. There was there mm. was, Facebook was definitely a character. So there was only two. Oh yeah, most of us were stand-ups. There was only two actors in it. There was the guy who played Facebook and the girl who played. I'd Instagram. be very oh. careful. Uh, they were both professional using the actors. word stand-up, Nick Carr. Very careful. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've changed my yeah. mind. Can you go back to telling us about dildo number three again? This is somehow yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. This is more I've, disturbing. I've, All right. I've actually coached him on some of these questions and he's still making them boring. So um, we'll, we'll try for another one. Um, All right. We'll see what we've got. Okay. So you've uh, we talked about how good you were at sport last week. Um, you have uh, lived elsewhere around Australia. You've done lots of – what about this? Um, the clue was I haven't just done comedy over the years. I've done all sorts of things. I've even had something to do with a big Aussie pop hit. Mm. Uh, so if this is that uh, thing again, uh, I'm going to fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> we all Dude, sing a song at the end. was and, quite uh, popular. It was at the top of the charts. So let me – here's half an hour about that. <laughs> well – Back when I was at uni, I uh, went to go see a band I like, uh, the Butterfly Effect, play at the Toowoomba Uni Club. Um, wow, I, the I Butterfly Effect at the Toowoomba Uni Club. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It was sick. It was a great <laughs> night, man. It was a great night. Um, so I was on the beers. I'd just gone and bought a big hoodie from the merch desk. I'm walking back into the crowd, and I'm, I'm pretty drunk and, like, I don't know, just sort of lumbering around. Someone's come out of the merch, the, the merch door in a hurry, and we've just collided. I've bumped into this person, knocked him in the ground. There's a small, quite a small girl. Um, I've reached out and gone, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Tried to give her a hand up. As, she's, uh, as I've grabbed her hand and pulled her up, she's used that momentum to then full-on punch me in the face. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, oh, fuck, like, fuck you then. Like, I was, it was an accident. She's like, you don't, do you know who I am? You're fucked, cunt. You don't know, you know, you don't know what you've just done. You just made a huge mistake. I'm like, of course I don't know who you fucking are. You're just some, some, someone at a fucking music uh, gig. Turns out it was one of the Veronicas <gasps> who was dating the lead singer in the, in the support act. Uh, <laughs> it was the, yeah, the one who's now dating Billy Corgan. She just smashed oh, me. Oh, really? Like, I mean, it didn't hurt wow. at all. Yeah, yeah, the one is Daddy Billy Corgan now smashed me in the face. It didn't hurt at all. She traded up, obviously, from uh, – it was not Billy Corgan in the support act that night. She's, right. she's worked her way up the yeah. music industry. And that night she was uh, smashing a man who looks like a pumpkin. But <laughs> 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 then she's right over Billy, like jumped Billy's there, like, small organ. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, then, then she's run over to, the, like, her boyfriend or whatever to, like, try and get me kicked out. And he was in this weird emo band, so he's just standing there going, oh, I don't know what you want me to do. Um, and, and then I, and I put her on a hoodie she's full and on punched you in the face. She, and she weighs about, what, yeah. 35 kilos? Mm. Yeah. Uh, it didn't hurt much. And I was drunk, so I, I didn't really feel it. But I was, was, still, I was still hurt by the action, you know? Like, I was yeah. trying to help out. It was an accident. Yeah. Was trying to do the right thing, help her up. Yep. And she's jammed me in the face. How mm. does so, this... if anyone knows... Mel, do you know the Veronica? I, I, I know Jess and Lisa, of course. Um... I'm, yeah. How do you, how does this link to being in a hit single though? You've just didn't say didn't not. say hit single. Got... It said he's had something to do with a big Aussie pop hit. Oh, hit! Oh, she hit me. Yes. It. Yeah. Mm. It's becoming apparent <laughs> that the masked the masked pegger is sort of like a quiz show, but if it was written and run by Jigsaw from the Saw movies, just this like fucking <laughs> just this sadistic overlord who's like, solve my riddles or you're getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Great. 
So that's that's that. Yep. Um, all right. Now you've done. Is that a better story? It was a better story. And it, it was went, all right. Just, just a, it went way better since we we talked over it this morning, Nick. I just wish we talked <laughs> over all five dildos this morning. Mm. So um, <laughs> now it says uh, clue number three involved. I've done work for Channel Nine. Now this yep. led this led I, a lot of people to think it was going to be like you know Nick Cody did did hosted twenty mm-hmm. twenty to one and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was it quite as prestigious as hosting twenty to one. I did work experience at the Channel Nine in Toowoomba. <laughs> right. So yes, yep. absolutely yep. as prestigious as, mm. as not that. even Channel yeah. Nine yep. in Brisbane. Very nice. Yeah. No, no, just Channel 9 Toowoomba at the top of the hill. Uh, yep, it was pretty fancy. Why did they I have a Channel mostly, 9? Why yeah, do why they have a TV surely, station in Toowoomba? Why doesn't it win at the very least? I think... Isn't Toowoomba I mean, only probably, an yeah, hour or two away is. from yeah. Brisbane? Why do they need their own station? It is. We've, we've got a lot of news, man. Okay. A, <laughs> a lot of coward punches that don't <laughs> make the Brisbane news. Wrong. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on. So you were um, you were you were work experience. So you were what writing writing for the news or writing copy for the for other little programs that they manufacture out in Toowoomba. That's something pretty high profile. Pretty much all they had me do was just carry gear. Right, <laughs> like I was just there to carry the the gear for the news team. That was it. I just I, I didn't do any didn't do any editing. I think I sat in with an editor for maybe five minutes, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to a thing. We need you to carry some cameras." So right. I was just a pack horse, right, for most of it. Right, um, yeah, just carrying around. I heard some great conversations. Like though, they they just forget I was there in the van with them. Like so, I was mm-hmm. with, with one of the news readers and the cameraman. They just send them out to like. Uh, like a, I don't know, one of the places was like a preschool because someone had done something cool. Uh, but I, they'd forget I was there and just have these conversations. And she was just like in depth telling this her cameraman, who they're close friends, that she was cheating on her partner. Like, just I was just hearing all this shit about her. She's cheating on her partner. This is, she feels this is like she's this telling, is like the head newsreader. This is like the 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 yeah the, yeah. the star Ooh. in the crown, the diamond in the crown of Toowoomba Channel Nine. Yep. Yep, cheating on it, cheating on it, and then she, they'd remember. Fuck, I was you heard it here first like, oh. for people at home. the The news newsreader, head newsreader for Channel Nine Toowoomba, ten or fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. is having it off with someone else. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and she did feel bad about it though. So I mm. mean, if that's if that's if that helps, she felt bad about it. Um, then the only other thing I did was they they used me in a like when I'd go around with the guy who filmed a lot of the commercials, and. So I was just dressed in, because I was just carton shit, I was just always just dressed in grubby, like, worky, like, like you know, just coveralls or whatever, because it was just carton stuff. It was mostly just pack horse. But they needed someone to be in this set of commercials for a shopping centre. So just whenever they needed someone, I was just in the ad. Yeah. So they've just got me and grubby worky there eating cake and then, like, <laughs> checking out at Woolworths with a trolley and then just all the little shops were getting my nails done. It was weird. Like, just all these little ads and I'm just dressed so shitty. So every time they came up, I couldn't even be proud of it because I looked fucking horrible. So Toowoomba, Rough. every business in Toowoomba for a full year had Nick Carr eating sausage rolls in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Smashing cake into my face. <laughs> it was a real good look for the shopping centre. Just this grubby, fat dickhead just walking yeah. around, just having just the best day. Every you know? shop's got Nick Carr in it for some reason. Great. 
Well, all the food-based shops anyway is what I heard there, sort of checking out, buying yeah. food, yeah. eating food. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I made uh, – it, it did take a few extra takes to get the, the cake one done. I bet I it did. I the cake right. I needed a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. I, I, bet, I bet there was Real more of an audition process with that one. I think uh, very early before they turned the cameras on, Nick Carr was there. <laughs> um, very nice. Uh, so that was Channel Nine. Um, now you were. It said that you'd worked for Chandler. You'd, you'd even been part of his stand-up shows. Yep. Now you were. You were. You helped me out. What last year? I think I did a few muck around sort of yep. shows um, in, in Melbourne in April, and I got you to be a little bit of a guest. I think all of them, didn't I? I just got you to do these weird. Yeah, odd, I was odd in jobs. most. I was in a bunch of them. Yeah, I was yeah. in a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got you to. Ho- I think the was, first was, time I was literally just you were, you were holding up stuff and 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 bits and oh, pieces. Oh yeah, like you that. had a list of jokes you wanted to try, and I just had to hold it up. Yeah, yeah it was one of yeah. them. I just stood there just holding the sign, and that was it. I think there were certainly shows where you couldn't even hold it up properly, so I was yelling at you for doing that. But um, <laughs> now you, there was a, there was a what a show where um, I yeah I was trying out jokes and so I'd read out jokes and if they'd go well, they'd get a tick, and if they didn't go well, I, I made you do a shot of of something. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. of, yeah. You've rung me up with the idea. You've rung me up with the idea. You're like, Car, uh, I, I need you to I need you to help with the show tonight. Uh, I want you to come on stage and every time one of my jokes bombs, I want you to do a shot of, of tequila. And I was like, yep. all right, I'll do it on the condition that then you help you try and help get your crowd to come to my show, which was on straight after. Yeah. Not realising that getting like absolutely blitzed during your show just made me a fucking mess for mine. Yeah, like, it embarrassed you I, more I, by getting more crowd members to see you absolutely fuck <laughs> your show up later on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. There's more eyes to watch me the whole time panic that and, I was about but to also, my pants. But also, it's like lose-lose-lose because then I'm going, gee, if, guys, if you laugh, I get to give my joke a ticket or if you don't laugh, I get him absolutely fucking sideways <laughs> and everyone's like, even if we like this joke, we're absolutely not going to laugh. We just want to yeah. see this cunt get absolutely fucked up. Because it's way funnier if I do the drink. Yeah. So, um, and then... Yeah, yeah. So you and I think I did about ten jokes, and maybe they got two or three laughs. So you you ended up having to do like yeah. seven shots in you know five minutes, yeah. and then right at the end of it, um, you <laughs> someone came to save you though, didn't they? Yeah, Blakey. Blakey's like here, Brett mate. Blake. Here's a glass of water. Brett Blake, friend Brett, of the show. Brett Blake. Yep. He's given me a glass of water. I was like, oh, thank fuck, I really need this. So I've sculled the water straight away. Turns out it was straight vodka, yeah. so it's just really <laughs> oh. pushed me over there. It absolutely just, fucking just leveled Brett me. Just Brett Blake yeah. shrieking, laughing like some sort of hyena <laughs> and screaming, it was vodka, it was vodka. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my show didn't go that well at all. Um, most like most other nights, it was just this time I had an excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had more people there this time. Um, yeah, what's next? Nick, uh, I like to have a drink. Well, that's explained. Okay. I like to have a drink and I don't mind a chaser. Oh, yeah, this one's a good one. Um, so a while ago, I um, asked a question on Q&A at the Brisbane Powerhouse. This is before I was doing comedy uh, about gay marriage. It was Malcolm Turnbull ah, was the only guest. Yes. And I stood up and asked him. I, f- I fired off a real humdinger at him. Uh, stumped him and uh, well, yeah. He, like he sort of waffled on about something else. So he was he was like, prime no, minister yes at the no time. Answer. Malcolm Turnbull, you taught you Nick Carr. Malcolm uh, you're was. talking to Malcolm Turnbull. Met, faced him down, stared at him from across the room, asked it, fired off my my brilliantly written question about gay marriage to him, and he like ummed and ah. Welcome, a bunch. Mel. Like, by the way, Tony Jones you said, haven't said anything. You haven't yeah. said thank you yet, but yeah. 
No, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. doing my part. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah thanks. Thank yeah. you, Nick. That's really thoughtful <laughs> of a, a straight white man to weigh in on that topic um, and take some of time away yeah. from a member of the minority. Uh, yeah, no. We're so thankful for everything that you've done for us. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty brave. Yeah. I'm pretty brave. You know, yeah. I'm the I'm the hero you need, not the, <laughs> not the hero you deserve. Um, no. uh, but, you know, like, and, and so Tony Jones told him to give uh, a one-word answer and he, Malcolm Turnbull was like, uh, well, look, here's the, uh, um, I don't, anyway. And then so then they played that clip on The Chaser, uh. like, the following week. Mm. It was like one of their segments was the longest ever one-word answer. So on The Chaser, I get to live out my dream of being on The Chaser. It was my face for maybe two seconds. They didn't even play my question on The Chaser. Oh. Just my face for two mm. seconds. Right. And, oh, sorry, and then they played his response. So yep. I was on The Chaser. That's it. I was on The Chaser. Did you tell right. the people at right. Apps pretty exciting. that, that you've had on-camera experience before? <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. Then, that's why they uh, wanted a Nick Carr type because they saw that episode of the Chaser that two seconds and went, "We got to have someone like this guy, right. just like him, <laughs> just like him." Yeah, a real a real good guy, a real white knight. Yes, um, exactly. And then yeah, and then that clip. Then Lawrence Moon Moody also used again that same question uh, for one of his videos where he pretends to be Malcolm Turnbull. Um, but then, like his response to it was just telling me to have a big gay orgy and get cum in my beard or something. Like it was, uh, mm. it was good stuff. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. classic quality. Class- yeah, yeah, yeah. Satire. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So got a lot of got a lot. Of- <laughs> how come we aren't? How come we aren't doing breakfast radio in Sydney? If he does that, we're doing stuff to take loose. Fuck, does that? How come we don't get a better job? <laughs> oh, mate. Once this mark, once the word of this mark, Pega uh, yeah. Gambit gets yeah, around, yeah, mate. Yeah. I think the offers will be rolling. Oh, in. I tell you what. I reckon we'll be. Me and Tommy will be in bakeries all through Toowoomba posing for ads in, in the next six months, I reckon. In Once no we time. can fly yeah. up to Queensland, <laughs> yeah. we'll be in haberdasheries, you know, chewing on fucking coffee scrolls. It'll be, that'll be the making of us. Um, all right, so um, you are uh, the next clue. I may not be an absolute superstar on the ground, but out of all Australian comedians, I'm probably the true king of the air. Now, Nick Cody had umbrage with this one. He re- regards himself as the king of the air. You are the true king yeah. of the air. Why so, Nick? Yeah, because I, because I, Carl Chandler, have flown a plane. I've been a, I, I did, a, <gasps> I, I flew a plane. I, I was a pilot. You know what's better than? It's closer to the front of the plane than fucking first class. Being in the fucking driver's cockpit. seat, I did it. It was me. The term's cockpit. Yeah, driver's yeah. seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cockpit. How are you flying a plane when you don't know the, what the cockpit is called? You fucking idiot. Um, let, what, that's just what I. Yeah, was Toowoomba? That's now what I refer to Tommy's ass. Uh, was this? Uh, is uh, Toowoomba involved in this story, Nick? Yep. Yeah. Well, yes, they, that's why they'll let anyone have a go right. out there. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> get him in. He can read. He's, He's been to school. Yeah. Pop him on. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I uh, heard is I this the pilot? Who, who? Oh, the guy that's saying where? Which way is the front of the plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the pilot. No problem. Jump him in. Hey. Hey, oh, you didn't. I didn't need the. I didn't need to know the fancy technical words, mate. I was instinctual. I was very good at it. Right. I took off, flew around for a little bit. It was an introductory flight mm. uh, lesson. Um, took off. And the guy just said, no, "You, you, you know, you seem to know what you're doing. Like, just go for it." So I took off, flew around, and then landed. The, I didn't think he was going to let me land. I thought for sure he wouldn't let me land. Uh, but he was like, "No, no, you're right. You got this." So I fucking landed the thing. And the whole time, in the, I had my my girlfriend at the time in the back. 
um, just absolutely shitting her pants. And when we got, because there was one bit where I sort of fucked up a little bit and it did sort of drop down a bunch. And I was like, oh shit. And so she didn't say anything about it until we got home. And then she just fucking laid into me. I could have fucking died. Like she was real mad. It was fun. It was good fun. It was a, it was right. a good day. Great. It was a birthday present. And can you put her on the Another on the story nail. I'm crushing this. Can you put her on the Zoom <laughs> yeah. call now? She's still there? Yeah. Nope. That sounded like nope. the kind she, of story uh, that like she... an eight-year-old tells on the first day back after school holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did a plane flying lesson and then the guy was like, you can fly it. You can land it if you want. Uh, there's nothing more <laughs> I can teach you. In fact, if you want, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Qantas has a flight that's uh, going to London. Do you want to do that one? Because you're so – we've never seen anyone this good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and they kept they made us keep our like pilot's license there at the building, so that's why I couldn't bring it back to school to show anyone. <laughs> yeah. But it's there. And yeah. Nick, Nick, do you think that the pilot yes. thought that it was a make a wish sort of a deal? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it, were assuming. they like? Were they like? What's the opposite of cancer? Where you put on a lot of weight? What's that disease? <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, do you have a, a girlfriend at the moment? And if so, what did she think of the um, the dildo making? Oh, good question. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, she was she was actually pretty supportive of it. Yeah, she was pretty supportive. Didn't, of it. Not enough to keep uh, a copy for herself, obviously, but she sort of approved. No, of <laughs> well, I mean that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Like they're not they're, that's not what it's for. It's for their gift for Tommy. Oh, yeah, oh, like oh right, for yeah, Tommy. that's yeah. weird yeah. for your girlfriend yeah. to have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah given sure. it, given. Yeah. Yuck! Yeah, it's for assholes, not but, pussies. But, you freaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the idea that you've got a girlfriend and there's five models of your dick. Tommy's got one of them, and you've kept four for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I just like to look at them. It reminds me of a, a better time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Um. All right, you're the king of the air. Great. Now, uh, one of the clues is, uh, look, I'm surprised this wasn't this wasn't a, a clear giveaway for everyone. You have a podcast. You're one of the few Australian comedians with a podcast. Mm. Congratulations! It's yep. um, car crash. It's called car crash. It's all about, and you know, it, it, this this is a this is a show that could go on forever because it's all about you trying to get better at comedy, and that is just you know that 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 could go yeah. for infinity. That's that's <laughs> never going to. You, mean, you never never going to stop getting be content better. for that. Doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, even Bill Burr's still learning, Carl. Mm. You know, so mm. you know you can always be better. Yeah. Mel Buttle, yep. you would have yep. been on that That's show it. before. It's all about yep. um, ca- mm-hmm. car getting recommendations. Um, yep. did, much advice? Did you have much advice for him, Mel? Um, I tried to see the artist as a whole and be like, "How can we do our best jokes if we're not living in our best body with our best mind?" Was my oh, way <laughs> of saying. <laughs> You need to stop drinking a bottle of rum before you perform. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. See, this is, I haven't listened yet, Kai, I have to be honest. And part of the reason for that yeah. is like my problem with this as a concept is surely every episode is just exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, tr- I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. listening to that, that bit of advice from Mel and then looking at car in the zoom window i'm gonna to have to say that every week's advice is falling on extremely deaf ears by the sound of things i think <laughs> no I've, I've stopped uh, i've stopped drinking before i perform now it's uh, I, I don't do that that was i did take that advice as soon as i'm done though pff, on the yeah. beers yeah absolutely oh, yeah. right but before none i think i went yeah. now none sorry mel oh, i was just gonna say i think i also gave you some advice about structure and uh, mm. opening strong, maybe, and having being really efficient with our words, and having a, a clear <laughs> place we're heading thank, to. 
Thank you, Mel. And yeah. I think that's helped a lot with this episode. For yeah, sure. So this is, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's clearly... A I'm a help. great storyteller. I'm a great storyteller. Yeah. It's, it's thank you for your help. It's, it's, it's really come a long way. I'm not... I mean, this isn't stand-up. I'm not on stage oh, now. Oh, okay. It's, so it's you just ditch all the rules for this. Okay. Hey, we'll, yeah. we'll license yeah. this app of our pod to you. If you just want to put this up on your feed, because we've given you a lot of <laughs> feedback on, on your craft in, in this. So you can just use this yeah. as an app of Car yeah. Crash if you yeah. want. S- splice this out. Now, I, Absolutely. Nick, you, you asked me to be on there, so I was quite harsh with you. Um, thinking, well, that's sort of what you want uh, whilst trying to be funny. But what I was a little bit upset by is the fact that I went on there, did that, was quite hard with you, and then found out that there was another episode where someone was harder than than me at you. Yeah. Someone was more – it was Cat Davison. Uh, it was brutal. And I really? had to have a little 10-minute cry in the car afterwards. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty savage. Yep. Whoa. Yep. And I, did, yep. I, I little, didn't do that. A little 10-minute cry. What yep. did I do wrong? No, it wasn't you. I don't know. You got – like, I mean, you were definitely a contributing factor. You were the episode beforehand. Oh, so it was like you definitely contributed. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, you, you loosened the proverbial jar. Yes. But, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, Carl ran it under hot water. And then Kat came in with the towel and just popped the lid clean off. <laughs> just clicked it straight off. What, yep. what did yep. she did the Kat say, Nick, that made you upset? Uh, or was it her manner or the what was it? It was quite. Look, it was a bit. It was a bit of like. A, you Let's know, make like him a, cry a now. Build up of, Let's get him to remember it. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> I'm close. I'm not far. I'll be honest. Um, it was a build up of like having like ten episodes in a row of like you know people that you really respect and and that just abs- like mm. you going like I mean I was asking for it. I'm like, what's wrong with mm. me? And then them all telling me that I'm a drunken piece of shit who's bad at comedy. And so like there was a bit of build up from that. Mm-hmm. She was particularly like very much like. Oh, uh, your recent behaviour is like disappointing me. I had, you know, I, when I first oh. saw you, I thought you were quite good and had a lot of potential. Yeah, you know, but now you've, you know, like you've actually really, like this. You're letting me down. Da- I feel like you're letting me down every time. Oh. And then, just, and then just, she has just send her this episode, and then she'll be, you know, she'll, she'll feel a lot better <laughs> she'll about it. She'll be back on board. Yeah. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. She, just, she gave me. Oh, a, that's brutal. Mm. Yeah, it was savage and like staring at me. She's got, she's got a pretty full on mm. like shark stare to yes. it like dead eye like just going and it was and then even a bit where I try out a new bit that I uh, want to work on um, I start telling it and before I've even got in it she jumps straight in like she's like oh you're already like you're, you're already doing this and this wrong so straight away I was like oh no this is bad like I was panicking trying to tell a joke right. so it was just brutal uh, so yeah I got, I got in the car that night and had a little bit of a cry mm. a little bit of a like real good reflection Real good. Uh, like I think I rang mum and I was like, I don't know if I yeah. should do this podcast anymore. And then anymore. six hours like, later you posed for a dildo. So, yeah, you really turned your <laughs> life around. Yeah. Great. Okay, great. So you've got a podcast. Yeah. Everyone go and listen to that. So let's do two more clues. Um, you, you have been – here's the second last clue. I've been kicked out of a world-famous organisation for acting violently. Yep. Uh, I, when I was younger, I was in Scouts – and um, I managed to get myself in a little knife fight with the uh, leader's son. I was uh, we were camping in the bush, yep. and uh, we'd had a water gun fight, which had gone swimmingly, and then it had finished. And uh, the much bigger older boy, uh, I think his name was Jeff or something, he bent over, exposing his butt crack. Uh, and I've put the water pistol down the butt crack and and gave him a squirt. Right. He was quite mad about it, and he's come at me with a stick. 
and then it just escalated. Like everyone kept like giving us stuff. So then next thing you know, we got two knives, <laughs> and I get my wrist cut. Great. And um, <laughs> so they cut my wrist, and then like they Hang had on, to he cut your wrist. A bunch of do- he slashed your yeah, wrist. Yeah, yeah, he slashed my wrist. Oh, yeah, wow. slashed my wrist. It was brutal. I've still got a little scar. Like it was right next to. Some oh, look, I don't doubt you've got that- scars on your wrist. That that I don't <laughs> doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that Cat Davidson as God, well, though, yeah. or was that the Scouts? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new one now. Yeah. Um, I might, do, I might give it another go after this episode. So. Happy World <laughs> Mental Health Day, by the way, guys. I hope we're all celebrating. <laughs> hey, Mel, <laughs> yeah, Mel do, you, do you have a bathtub here, Mel? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hop in. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or great, this, great. this um, is yeah. Ipswich, so you could just walk outside and mention what you said to Malcolm Turnbull about the poofs and... <laughs> Let nature Someone run its else. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great, great. So that's um that's good. So you were kicked out. You were kicked out for your knife fight with another child. Well, they 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 gave me the option of they were like, "Oh, you're banned from having your pocket knife for a year, or you'll have to leave." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I'm only doing this so I can carry around a fucking Swiss Army knife, so I'm out." I'm done. Great. Okay. So, yeah, they, they booted me. Right. Yep. Cool it's choice, man. It's knife fights or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I choose the like, blade. I don't, I don't like this much anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose the blade, Tommy. The blade chose yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't join the. I didn't join the scouts to not stab some cunts. So peace. Yeah. When you, yeah, I didn't realize scouts was full of cowards and nerds. When you were saying it kept escalating, and then to all of a sudden there's two knives in play. I like the idea of these bystander children. Just with knives on them, ready to palm off to someone else at a moment's notice yeah. to just escalate, yeah. escalate yeah. a fight. <laughs> just but watching no, but you they're, they're with there a stick actually, going, this is yeah. child's play. I know what will ramp They're fighting with sticks yeah, yeah, and then just sh- chucking the stick over and getting a knife back in return. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was actually four knives in the end. We both had two knives each. What? Really? A four knife wow. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had a knife in each hand. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking dumb. Did you <laughs> it was so hurt good. the other yeah. kid? Did did you get any um any injuries on no. on him? Uh. Once, no, no. It it was over. Like once I uh, got cut, everyone like it stopped being funny and everyone shit their pants. Like it got real. Yeah. It got pretty hectic pretty quickly. Right. Um, but the guy who patched me up got a uh, got his first aid badge out of it. So <laughs> just, you know. yeah. swings and rounds. He patched you up, and then he fixed you yeah. up, and then he got rewarded for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wasn't the one that cut me. No, no, he was. It was another guy. He was a bit shaken. He was oh, definitely in okay. in no state to be doing surgery. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So you're not well, we the, you're not in the scouts anymore. Right. We got it. All right. No, last one. No, long, no longer welcome in the scout halls. Last one. Last one. Of the clues is I once took a bath with a model. A real female model. I did. Uh, she's a grid girl, um, the daughter of uh, grid girl. A meaning of my what? Nans. What? What race? What are we talking about? Well, like Indy. Indy car. Indy Gold car. Coast Indy baby. Indy. Yeah. Right. Gold Coast. Yeah. Yep. 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 We had a little. Uh, yep. Damien uh, Powers' little brother. Uh, yeah. Does Indy? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it was him. It yep. was it was uh, him, no. wasn't it? Yeah. The okay. Model. End of story. <laughs> it was him. It was it was Damien Powers' brother. So yep, the, that's the, I've got to say very quickly. Models on the grid. The uh, the call yep. dropped out for like a tiny second as Carr said, grid girl. 
And then all I heard, the next thing I heard was Carl going, what race? I was like, holy, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> what happened here? She was, she was a no, full international. You're right, you're right, you're right Tommy. We, 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 we could see you dropping out, so no one said anything in between those two words. So, you, yeah, you got the context. That's absolutely right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So beautiful, beautiful young lady. Is that right? Beautiful young yep, lady. Good absolutely girl. gorgeous. Yep. yep. Stunner. Stunner. Great. Um, uh, seen her at many of parties and mum likes reminding me. She's like, oh, you, you know, you've had a bath with her. Mum <laughs> um, knows because we were, we were 18 months at the time. But, right. So, yeah. So you did it with an 18-month-year-old last week. Is that what you're saying? That was, you were in a bath with a baby no, last no, week. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> That's no. We were both 18 months old. Right. Uh, I think I was probably... Yeah, it was it was a good time though. But yeah, so every time, like I kind of I forget about it. And then every time uh, we'd go to a family thing and, and she'd be there. Like I, I've I've never even really spoke to her. But Mum would be like, "See her? You had a bath with her once." <laughs> what 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 parties you are you going to where a model is there and your mum's there with you? <laughs> <laughs> Some. Uh, you know, I always need a chaperone. It's <laughs> just a family. <laughs> All right, yeah. There's a lot right. of good. I, I'd love to know the per, if there's someone out there who somehow miraculously got all these clues and just they didn't mm. post on the socials, but they just knew it was car. They somehow, hey, maybe yeah. it's that, maybe it's that model. Maybe she listened. She's like, now hang on a minute. I'm a model, and I had a bath yeah. with him because that's the most obtuse I, one. And she's like, worked. I liked. I like the idea that. Someone's got all the clues right, but then they got to the scouts one and went, no, I'm pretty sure Carl was only suspended for that. He wasn't <laughs> shut down. Yeah, it can't be him. That rules him out, booted. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Wow. Well, so, um, I think there was, there was, there was one guy, like, I think Matty Perser guessed on the page, and then there was another guy, I think, that guessed it. So two people sort of got it, but... That, like they then abandoned that guess pretty quickly. I uh, I told I told Nick Kappa like I was really scared of um that that Brett Blake and Nick Kappa would guess you straight away, and it's too I don't know you, you should take it as a full insult that they didn't think of you for one second even your good friends and yeah basically uh, the only people in comedy even... that we deal with that know who you are um didn't guess you yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh, I, I was I was telling Nick Kappa and he was absolutely shocked and then he started telling me. Like, over-the-top shocked. I don't know why he was so shocked, but then he started telling me, he goes, was there a clue in there about this story? And there wasn't, But so I'll, I'll say this. He goes, Nick Carr, he organised this gig for us once where it was it was me, it was Brett Blake, and it was it was Carr, and we went, and, and Carr said he'd organised this gig for us in the country somewhere, and we got there, and we went to do the gig, and there was literally one person watching, there was one person at the gig, and the one person that was there was working there, and the, that one person only had one arm, so they one couldn't arm. even yep. clap us on. <laughs> clap. <laughs> wow. I'm now. I'm trying Literally to think what, uh, what the uh, what the absolute misdirection of a clue Carl would have spun out of that one would be. <laughs> Let's just say I've had a big win on the old one-armed bandit. So everyone's going, oh, oh okay. Yeah. What, what comedians do we know yeah, that have won good, big yeah. at the casino? Hmm. Yeah, wasn't wasn't in the army, but was close to it. What about yeah, that? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> the genius at work. We've just seen it in real time. <laughs> well, Car, just quickly right. before um, we uh, wrap up, I, I do need to ask you something yeah. very quickly now, just to go um, back briefly to just over a year ago. Um, uh, long-time listeners or you know regular listeners will remember about a year ago I went up to uh, Sydney and I ran in the uh, city to surf. I was raising money for the Children's Cancer mm. Institute and um, the uh, I, I was their number one fundraiser for the run, and the prize was to uh, have some accommodation up on the Gold Coast, where you came and stayed with us, Nick, and then we did the Gold Coast show with uh, with you, Mel, off the back of yeah. that. And mm-hmm. uh, I was very disappointed on the run day of the City to Surf that the um, the furnishings in the uh, uh, Children's Cancer Institute tent at the finish line were very bare bones. They're, I didn't even end up meeting anyone from the mm. organisation. My friend snuck me into a uh, competing children's cancer charity, the Red Kites, and they had beers flowing. They had, like, free massages. They had a, a much better tent. And so I resolved that next year I was going to do the race again and I was going to raise the funds for the Red Kites because they were offering up a much better, you know, finish line tent. Now, obviously... Because of COVID, I couldn't go up to Sydney this year. The City to Surf didn't happen. I couldn't go and raise this money for the Red Kites, um, which brings us to everything that we've been talking about. Now, this this dildo, I do not want this in my house anymore. And so, Nick Carr, I'm wondering, <laughs> with your permission, if you would mind me putting this on eBay as a fundraiser for the Red Kite Foundation because I feel like this thing was made to help out a little boy who's been afflicted with cancer. So I kind of feel like that would be fulfilling its destiny if people want to bid on this piece of podcasting memorabilia and then the money can go to the Red Kites and then that way, as a, as a good future boast and pickup line for you, Nick Carr, we will have an actual dollar value amount that your dick is worth that you will be able to mm. wheel out as a... Um, as a uh, uh, pickup line. Now, w- would you be okay with me doing that? You, you, w- I don't have to. Without if you don't a want. doubt, you Tommy, sure? Without a doubt. Okay. Look, no, no, absolutely. We, I was going to say, I've also got the three others here <laughs> that, like, you, right? Set. I mean, I don't. It's a set. You'd be able to say. <laughs> yeah. You'd be able to say, my dick yeah, yeah, cures the, cancer. What well, now? Yeah. That is a good pickup there's, line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's one for there's one for every occasion. Like you have got the mangled one that's like for if you've been hit by a car. Then there's uh, the one that's <laughs> yeah, like if just, you've been hit by a car, you need finish, another dick that's no been base. hit by a car to yeah. fuck you. That's how things work. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're gonna get the shape right. Yeah, it fits mm. in. Yeah, right, and well, then, yeah. So I've got I've got three more here like that, that we can. Yeah, we can definitely auction off. Okay. Like, I, I think that's. I mean, it just, would give me. It would be a say, great honor. Let's just say that let, let's let's just auction one off. Let's not get too cocky and no. think there are yeah, five yeah, yeah. people yeah. fucked in the head this enough one, that want this your. This is dick. the actual piece of memorabilia. So there'll be yeah. by the time people hear this, there will be uh, an auction link live that we'll have on the socials and on our website. Now, I did just do a bit of uh, investigating in terms of eBay's policies in regards to selling adult <laughs> items and it is a little bit kind of touch and go with what you're allowed to do so i do need to say that um technically speaking what you will be bidding on is this box um this this pink box that 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 probably will contain the dildo within it okay so i don't know mm. that i'm mm. legally through ebay's terms of use able to say here is a dildo that some people believe has been used I don't think that you mm. can do that. So I think strictly to, to adhere to eBay's I, terms of I use, think you, you will be bidding on the box that says love on it that it came in. 
To be to be completely cool, uh, um, I think you do need to stick that box up your ass, Tommy, to make it right. everything completely <laughs> legal. <laughs> to yeah. make it work well. Yeah. <laughs> just an, this will, oh, I'm, I'm stoked for this idea, man. It's just another way my dick is going to make the world a better place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, your dick's you, like Bono. You need to take those other four dicks with you as well, Nick Carr. Do not put them in my wheelie bin. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't want me to, you don't want me to leave one here? Like, no? All right. Fair enough. No, they okay. need to go. I don't know where you're going to put them, but I do not want them anywhere on my property. Um, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, mean, that's, well, I don't know. It might make a good chew toy for Ruby. Like, no. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, no. It's your dog. That's kind of uh, what Ruby, gave me right? the idea to auction this because it's like, I don't want this in my house, but like, what do you do with it? I don't want to like put it in the <laughs> dumpster in my apartment building. Like that seems like... Mm. Oh, you've, you know. you've put it in yeah. your dumpster already, I heard. I would I would be a little bit insulted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be a little bit insulted if I found it. You just threw it out. Like, <laughs> just chucking it out <laughs> alongside a dozen Uber Eats bags that I'm also emptying. <laughs> 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 um, now, Mel, Mel I, thought, I thought at the start of the episode this would be a good learning curve and, you know, a nice, mm. nice mm. opportunity for you to learn more about your friend Nick Carr, a fellow uh, a peer of yours in Brisbane. Um, I'm feeling a little bit more guilty uh, about it now. Are uh, you okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. Um, look, I'm glad I'm in a separate room. I think that yep. helps a little bit to, yeah. to not yeah. be right at the coal face, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. no. you're, you're not going to say goodbye to me when I leave, are you? You're just going to sit in the back room and yeah. I'll just yeah. clear up and leave walk it, out. Leave out the window, Nick. Go out the window. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll toss the dildos first. So yeah, I yeah. think I think I think you're more than welcome to come back again as long as you don't ever bring any more weird dildos that are mangled <laughs> into my home. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, when when I read the Facebook message, my first response was, "I wonder what the ABC would think of this." But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sexuality is a part of life. One three hundred triple two six twelve. What have you experimented with? Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, no, well, I'm fine well, look, with it. If if you if you buy, if you're the winning bidder, please ring Mel Buttle and tell her all about your discovery on ABC Brisbane uh, on, a, on a shift in a couple of weeks. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. Seems like a missed. Seems like a missed opportunity to not advertise the auction on the radio, Mel. Like, I mean, I feel like that's... Well, it is for charity. You know, let's get the word out. So... Yeah. It is for charity. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think how <laughs> yeah. we could... Yep. Okay, it's for children's charity. Uh, I'd be like, and joining you now, a, uh, a survivor of childhood cancer, a comedian, <laughs> and he's in yeah. lockdown at the moment. Uh Tommy Dasselow joins you now to discuss something he shoved up his fucking asshole. Uh, I don't know. Can I melt this? Can I hear the that's Veronica's ABC please? Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Look. Look. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but no, I want to know how much money this is going to get. Um, yeah. Me too. Very yeah. curious. Mm. Yeah. Very curious. There was there was, there was a few interested yeah. buyers, a few interested uh, people on the social. So yeah. we'll uh, let's 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 flush them out this week. Let's see what happens. How much? How much did you raise last year, Tommy? How much did you raise last year for it? Oh, oh yeah, don't do this to yourself, Nick. Don't do this. Yeah, to I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, like good in the thousands. Find in my email. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in yeah, the, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's it. I, I mean, there is a certain number in let's, my head that if I don't get more than let's if it doesn't aim go for more for than that, digits, I probably will kill myself. So. Let's aim triple digits. Let's aim for oh, triple digits. Man, yeah. I, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon we get it four digits at least. I reckon. I reckon I mean, maybe you'll put four digits good, good in yourself, but I don't think we're going <laughs> to monetarily. We're going to get them. Mum will bid just to like so I don't feel bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, look, if your mum wants to buy your dick for a thousand dollars, sure, <laughs> why not? No, Jesus Christ! If they, if my parents ever, I'm really hoping they never find out about this. I don't know how. Uh, well, I'm, put yeah, it this way, Nick, that'll fucking ruin me. I, I was, was going to say, yeah, put it this way, go. my my wife. Um, when I said to her, uh, we're doing a podcast now, and she said, "Who's on?" And I said, "Oh, Nick Carr's on," because she knows you. She was just like every time I bring up your name, she's like, "Oh, Nick, he's such a lovely guy. He's so <laughs> nice. He's just the just one of the loveliest guys that I've met through you in comedy." And I'm like, and she's like, "What are you going to talk about today?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing. <laughs> no, not much." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not ruining that. I just found it. I I don't know the exact. I raised just over nine thousand dollars last year. Wow. Oh. So no pressure. No pressure, Kari. Mm. It's a lot and of money. Don't any pressure. Yeah. Just get that synthetic um, <laughs> gear going again. <laughs> I was just going to say, I can't wait to go into the radio tomorrow and tell my producer about this. Guess who? Do you know who my producer is, Nick Carr, at the radio? Can you guess? <laughs> uh, I would imagine it's... Is it, is it Kat Davidson? It is Kat Davidson. Is it? Oh, is it it Kat is, Davidson? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Fuck! All right. Yep. No. Not look at. I mean, I was never and probably going to be able to look her in the eye ever and again. She's anyway, been so. nothing but nice to you, I assume, Mel. She's been wonderful to me. Very supportive. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really wonderful lady. Does not tell yeah. me I'm a I'm a piece of shit ever. So. Yep. Well, yeah. there you go. You work, you work hard. You learn how to do comedy properly, and things like that can happen. Yeah. Car, if you uh, yeah. if you ever have her on your podcast again, maybe ask her to bring some a uh, little bit of hose for you for when you're out in the car at the end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've got my own. It's one I've prepared earlier. Yeah. <laughs> don't just right. don't stick your dick in this tube. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up for yep. another week on the Little Dumb Club. Nick, uh, Mel, Buttle, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Mel, people can hear you on uh, ABC Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to plug? Surely you've got shows coming up up there for all our yes. Queensland listeners. Uh, the, I have shows on the 16th and 17th of October at the Brisbane Powerhouse. The show is called Mel Buttle and Friends. There are still some oh, tickets right. left for that. This so, week. Yeah. Go along yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. come come along. Um, Nick Carr's favourite comedian, Kat Davidson, is also on that lineup. So come and... <laughs> 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 Check her right, out. So Nick Carr, uh, get Nick, say, save Nick Carr a seat in the front row, please. Yeah. If you can do that, that would let's, be uh, I can turn Kat yeah, Davidson into a cult hero of this show, in spite of the fact that she's never been on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I just, I just wish she'd been yelling at you while you were trying to get a hard on with synthetic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say she did on the podcast tell a story about me bombing one night at the paddock, which I mean. Look, you know that that happens a lot. But uh, she was telling a story. And, oh, uh, the story. I was like, I don't, I don't think that was me. And then I later found out it was another Brisbane comic, Sam Bowden. That was him that night, and we just looked slightly similar. He's much skittier. She just got it mixed up. So maybe not. Maybe she's not that disappointed in me. Maybe oh, she's just got me mixed up. Someone else. 
Maybe that's if it. that's what you want to great... tell yourself, yeah. If that, <laughs> <laughs> if that works, do it. If, yeah, whatever I need to do to keep going. Yeah. yeah. So you've got your podcast, Nick Carr. It's called Car Crash. Car Crash. Go and go hunting yeah. for the episodes where uh, have a, see if you can pick the the point where Nick Carr's heart breaks and the tears start to well up in his <laughs> eyes. Um, go looking for that one. It's a bit of a roller coaster. I seem to have a few good episodes where, like, everyone's like super friendly or whatever. And then I get someone like Ben Russell shredded me pretty bad the other week. So, yeah, look, I'm still copping it. I'm still okay. copping it. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's a great pod. Carl's your your episode is quite good, Carl. Look, it's it's and and but oh, Mel's been on it. Yeah, I've had a go. That? Yeah, That's yeah. Killer. All right. are, That's... We, are we getting back to talking about the dildos again? Because we need <laughs> yeah. to dildo part. number Let's four. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see ya, mates. And they've done it again. They certainly have. They, those boys up the top of the show, our support acts, have done it again. Good for them. I'm not too big of a man to admit Mm. when someone else has done a good job. And those guys have done it again. I'll tell you what else they've done again. They've they've run long again. Once again, the the sticky-footed bandits Mm. in at the Little Dum Dum Club... Eating mm. into the allotted time that's afforded to talking dum dum. So w- once again, this is going to have to be another one where we keep it brief, we keep it snappy. And guys, look, if you're annoyed about that, don't direct your complaints to us. Mm-hmm. Direct them to the little dum dum club because those guys they they need to learn their fucking lesson. This is getting yep. ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. I mean, two two things here. I mean, we're going to have to uh, you know make a truncated version. Of uh, talking dum dum, so uh, sorry mm-hmm. everyone. But I, look, the one good thing out of all of this is I get to say the word truncated, so that's something. Yep. Um, but second point being, um, look, I, I don't want to give it to the two boys, the two hosts up the top of the show, um, too much. I mean, there was a certain fat redheaded um, idiot who spent twenty minutes talking about each version of. He's failed dildo, a, so, you know, they've got to cop that as well. Bit of a well. pause before you said idiot, almost like you were searching for another word that uh, <laughs> made it a bit better. Not really, but, yeah, now that you say it, yeah, I, I, I should have been. I know, I know you pretty well. I can recognise the signs. <laughs> I, no, genuinely I wasn't. I wasn't, but oh, really? um, okay. I, I right, was going right, to call right. him an N-word. You're right. You're right, Tommy. Yeah, um, there you go, there you go. That that does Speaking remind of me of, certain, of one uh, thing. That that reminds yep, me of yep. one thing that we did miss out of the episode. Um, there was one clue. Mm-hmm. If anyone got through that episode and then went, there's one clue that didn't make sense. Um, but there was a bit of wiggle room. I was you know, going to ask was, you about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's one clue we did. We we did, I did forget to go through. And of course, the answer to that. What is the connection of uh, the wiggles to Nick Carr? Big red car. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, go. okay. Good mm. one. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, also, as uh, as mentioned in the episode, if you uh, hop onto our socials or uh, on the website, I'll put the link in the episode description as well. The, uh, the peg itself is now on eBay. You can bid for this piece of podcasting memorabilia. Wow. Or, you know, if you just want to... You know, you can maybe display it on a mantle if you're, you know, if you're a collector, if you like mm. memorabilia, or if you've just always wanted to get dicked down by Nick Carr and you live in a different part of the country that makes that uh, undoable. This is your big chance. Now, I do have to stress to get around um, eBay's restrictions in regards to putting up listings for adult items. 
Uh, the listing itself will be for the box, the special commemorative masked pegger box, but right. and the peg will be inside that. But the actual listing itself, mm-hmm. just to throw the uh, just to throw the boffins in at eBay HQ off the scent, uh, it right. is going to be a listing for just the box. <laughs> and it would be an interesting scent as well, um, given that it is definitely secondhand. <laughs> uh, do, do you have to mention that in in eBay? Do you have to mention that, the, that this uh, commemorative box has been? Definitely used before. Well, that's the thing. If you mention that to them, they will uh, prohibit you from listing it. You you have to. It's because uh, I looked into it. You first of all to sell adult goods on eBay, you have to email them and apply for special permission. Which like, wow. <laughs> what an embarrassing email to have to send. Like, hello, can I please sell my dildo on your website? <laughs> <laughs> please, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Imagine being asked for, like, having to send follow-up documentation for, mm. you know, why you should be allowed to do that. But anyway, uh, let's get on that. Let's raise some money uh, for the red cards. And let's let's finally, let's solve the age-old question of exactly how much money Nick Carr's penis is worth. Yeah. Yeah. And and just very quickly, what's the, what is the red cards again? Is that, um, what, what charity is that for? Who's that raising money uh, for? It's for it's for children with cancer. It's a uh, they help families right. of children with cancer. Yeah, yeah. right. Don't right. quite see okay. the link myself. Um, mm. Bit of a bit of a random one thrown in the mix there, mm. but uh, hey, I'm a silly guy. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is an inside job. Um, okay, um, <laughs> what? Uh, look, let's crack in because we've got this marvelous truncated version, as I as I previously did mention. Um, I want to crack straight into this segment we haven't done for a couple of weeks. Sort of. We sort of have and sort of haven't. We uh, Let's open up the old CBS mailbag, Tommy. Here we go. Watch it. And we're inside it. Um, now, uh, of course, we've been doing the colouring competition the last couple of weeks, so that did come through the old uh, P.O. Box. Little Dum Dum Club, P.O. Box 6063. Hawthorne West, Victoria 3122. Please send all of your uh, submissions, all of your mailbag items. Send us free stuff. Uh, we've got we've copped some free stuff. Now, I, I'm starting to see a slight little um, uh, running theme here. People do like mm-hmm. to send just absolute dog shit. You, we're getting some good stuff. We're getting some 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 pure pure breed dog shit coming in as well. Um, some stuff I'm not even right. going to mention because it's just like I think some people are just like, what if we just fart in an envelope and send it off? It's like, yeah, cool. All right. I, I, I don't want like, that. Yeah, hard rubbish day in my street is not yeah. for a little while and I just want to be rid of this so I'll just chuck it in the post and send it to the yeah. boys. Someone walks down the street and just sees something they don't even know what it is. It might be a half half of possum or something. They just put a piece of paper yep. and a stamp on top of it and chuck it in a mailbox. Mm-hmm. Goes, There's, that, that's something. That's They, they wanted something. That's Oh, that's... That's content, boys. Mm, yeah. So there's there's been a bit of that happening where I'm I've been I've spent way too much time studying the contents of an envelope. Going, what is this in reference to? Is this anything to do with us, or is this right? Right. Is right. this just like you you you're doing a bit of spring cleaning and you're like, which bin does this go in? The the normal bin, right. the recycling bin, or well, I'm not sure. So let's just send it to the boys at Little Dum Dum Club. It's it's the perfect storm too of someone who doesn't listen back to the show, seldom remembers things we've talked about more than half mm. an hour after it's been recorded, meeting yes. people who are also just sending random shit in the mail. So maybe one out of every five of these random pieces of shit is an actual like mm. you know reference or joke to something on the show. Yeah. But 
you're just staring at it with the big question marks above your head, just flummoxed. Yep. Well, paper if we clips? have, did we talk about paper clips on yeah, the show? If we have talked about s- some of the stuff we're getting, fuck, we must have a pretty shit podcast because there is some <laughs> boring stuff getting sent to us. So, but look, amongst all of the garbage, there is some some interesting some some. Some items of interest, I should say. Um, now, mm-hmm. here's a small little theme that's happening as well. Now, we got some, what were they, uh, uh, odour, what, what do you call it when you hang up the, the things in cars to make the cars smell better again? What are those called again? Oh, like a, um, air freshener. Air freshener, yeah, yeah. So, we got an air freshener that was like Western Australian beer flavoured. Now, yeah. I've seen this on social media. This has been getting a fair plug and now we've copped it. We, we got sent from someone who, who doesn't even name themselves, we got sent um, the the Victoria Bitter perfume, deodorant, oh. whatever it's called, the fragrance. So yeah, nice. The the Victorian Bitter, which is of course a, a classic Victorian beer, which tastes like mm-hmm. absolute shit, and now you get to smell yep. like it. Um, now I think this is going in the same way. This is this is. I was I was a bit worried a while back where I thought this was turning into Kappa's mailbag. Um, so much yep. stuff was being sent to him. Now I think it's been turned into Brett Blake mailbag because this is. This is oh, going to go the same way. This is going to go the same way. Yeah. The, the air fresheners were going to Blakey. This too, is going to Blakey, I reckon. I think he's too loyal to the uh, to the emu export. I don't think he'd ever um, allow himself to be to, to have that uh, to that have that fragrance uh, put mm. on him. I actually am. I'm curious to give it a crack. I would actually okay. love that if you don't want it. I'm yeah, yeah I'm for fascinated. Sure. You can have yeah. it for sure. You can have that. Well, right. that, that's awesome. that's perfect because there's there's two items I'm bringing up in the mailbag this week, and we can go fifty fifty. So you get the the, oh, fuck. the. I've gone too early without knowing what the other one was. Well, look, I think you're pretty safe. I think you're pretty safe. Okay. Um, you look. I'll give you the right to change your mind if you like. But oh, actually, no, no. What I should say is, um, the next parcel has got something for me and you in it. Although my item is much better. Um, oh, also, just quickly. Just quickly, um, Bernie's kicked a big one. Oh, he has kicked a big one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Now, we've got a letter from CJ from Oxfordshire in England. Um, He says, says, love the pod. Cheers for making my morning commute 1,000 times more fucked. Um, Carl, as a Liverpool fan, I think you've enjoyed way too much success recently. I agree. Now's the time to get yourself a hipster lower league team. My club, Oxford United's chairman, Tiger, is from your beloved spiritual homeland and blagged us a two-year shirt sponsorship with Singer Beer. So, please enjoy this beautiful away shirt from the 2018-2019 season. And so he sent me the Fuck, proper Ox- cool. Oxford United with a singer sponsor yeah. on the front. Nice little like Puma number. I, I do like how it's from the 2018-2019 season. Clearly, I mean, that's now two seasons ago. Clearly meaning that yeah. he's just walked through past an op shop at some stage and gone, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> we should get him. Because it's not even the home shirt. It's the away shirt that's not as popular, Yeah, right, so. right, right. But, I am I am a big fan. I do I, I like the colours, I like everything about it. So this will be look, this can be the unofficial second um team of the show because that is yeah, that I is like right it. that is right up my I alley. I like it a lot. Mm. That that reminds me actually, um uh Brett Blake, uh he now lives sort of in between the two of us. I would say his mm-hmm. his his house is basically in the middle sort of in the middle yep. of the, the two of our houses. Um so he sh- he goes to uh, a bottle shop that I think you mm-hmm. go to, and I th- and I and I go to as well. So we all share a bottle shop now. Um, 
that the one, one that I think we talked about it with Kappa maybe on I can't remember if it was on this or a bonus, but the the where they were they have lots of craft beers in there and they were individually photographing every single one of them to put on their website. No, that was a different one. This is one that's closer to your place. It's right near Punt Road. Okay. Do you know that one? I thought that was the one that I just oh, said because no. that is the one that I go to. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So that's that. The one I was talking to about millions of different individual beers is way up the road. So, um, uh, okay. Okay. So that one you go to. Uh, Brett Blake was telling me that that guy that works, the guy that sort of seems like he doesn't care at all about his job, he listens mm. to the show. So I didn't realize that. Uh, that's what he reckons. This is strange because I've talked to that guy several times. Mm. I've talked to him about Uncut Gems about four different times because I have a, a jumper that's got like the um, branding from the film on it. And I just, I just, for whatever reason, I just happen to be wearing it every time I go in there. And right. it's just every time I go in there and he sees me wearing it, he's got some new observation about the film that he's noticed that he wants to get <laughs> off his chest and tell me about. So right. there's like been multiple times where I'm in there just this guy holding court at me for 20 minutes at a time about uncut gems. And so I've had a lengthy enough conversation with him where if he listen, if it's that guy, if he listens, you would have to assume at some point he's recognizing the voice and going, yeah. hang on a minute. <laughs> Are you from well, that podcast that I listen to? The uncut well this, gems of podcasts. Yeah, this this is what this is what Blakey says. Blakey says that that guy listens, and he goes, um, "Yeah, because he recognised Blakey." And then he goes, "Yeah, yeah, Tommy comes in here all the time, and Carl jogs past here all the time." So what the hell? Yeah, so I go in there a little bit as well. So then, yeah, and and when I've been in there, he's made small talk and whatever. I'm like. Uh, oh, this is sort of weird small talk. But okay, I'll go along with it. But then the last time I went in, I went in after Blakey told me this guy listened. So I'm like, okay, now we'll have a bit of a conversation, I guess, uh, uh, about the podcast right. maybe. And so I go in and he goes, hey. And I go, oh, hey. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he sort of Seen points. Seen Uncut Gems? <laughs> no. <laughs> he sort of points at me and goes, and I'm like buying two beers, and he goes, "Yeah, I can see what's you know." Just sort of points at it, and I and I and I kind of think, "Oh yeah, Thai, the Thai beer." Like you know, I'm buying yep. I'm buying Sina yep. beer. Like here here it comes. Here comes the conversation starter, and he sort of looks at it and then looks at me and goes, "Yeah, buying the same beer as the beer on your hat." And I go, "Okay, yep, <laughs> yep, you're right, you're right. Okay. I got the hat beer." And then that was that. I reckon I reckon Blakey's gotten his wires crossed because yeah, if it's if it's if you and I are thinking of the same guy, I don't think there's <laughs> I, it doesn't sound like the behavior of someone who listens. But hey, I'll start going in there cuz I actually don't go in there all that frequently, but I'll start going in there more often after we put this up. And if you're this guy, if you're listening now, <laughs> you, you got to make yourself known to me next time I'm in there, okay? Yeah. I don't want to ha- no more Adam Sandler. Right. No more uncut gems chat. Just get okay. cut straight to the podcast. All right. All right. I'm all I'm happy for the for our relationship to be the same and for us to not talk about the podcast because okay. that was that was that was my conversation with him where I'm kind of thinking, oh, this is cool. I'm the guy from the podcast you listen to, and he's like, nah, you're a cunt that buys the same beer of the hat you wear like a fucking dork. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. Yeah. I go. Don't get me wrong. Like I. Th- this is my yeah. sweet riffing after that. I just go, he goes, yeah, same hat, same beer. And I go, yeah. 
I'm the president. He goes, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> I just go. Real good. Real good. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd rather talk about Uncut Gems than about this podcast with this man. I just want him to bring it up so that we can solve the mystery of when right. – I, I think it – you know what I think is the most likely thing? I think it's more likely that me, you, and Brett are all talking about three separate different bottle shops. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I kind of thought this guy – it sounded like this this guy might be the guy and, like, he, he might be a listener because Blakey's experience with him is – Blakey says he comes in and goes, um, have you got this cigar or have you, have you got this beer? And the guy goes, I don't know. And he goes, yeah, but is it coming okay. in soon? Are you reordering it? He goes, I don't know. And he goes, well, well okay. do you, when will you know about that stuff? And the guy's like, look – Let's let's cut to the chase. I work in here a little bit. I don't really care what's happening in here. Like if something comes okay. in, it's it's coming in. So I'm like, well, that sounds, sounds like, like someone a listener of the show. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what a wonderful truncated anecdote we just ripped oh, into fuck. there. Fuck. All right, we're six seemingly no in. apparent reason. <laughs> Damn it. All right, that was mailbag. Um, um, thanks, CJ yep. from Oxfordshire, thanks, and CJ. um. I'm I'm on board. I'm on board, and I'll, I'm going to use that. Start to use that as a as a running top. So I'll be running in that top. Past, um, fuck. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be running past that bottle shop wearing this. Yep. And instead of having having the hat, I'll be wearing the Singer shirt when I go in there and buy Singer beer. So this is going to make it. Yep. Make yep. It, if, if this you guy are- isn't aware of the podcast, he's just going to make. <laughs> he's going to think I'm an even bigger dork than a guy with a yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. now. I'm just wearing all then, Singer yeah. gear all the time and buying Singer beer. And then 15 minutes later, I can come in wearing the cologne and go, slab of VB, thanks. Just looking like yeah. even more of a nerd. Yeah. Just, no, you go in and show your neck to him and go, sniff this and get yeah. me the beer it's associated with, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you got anything in this? Yeah. Have you got anything that tastes like my neck? <laughs> That's great. That's great if you didn't know that the beer existed and you've just gone straight to the cologne and you're going yeah. into the bottle shop and going, look, bit of a weird one. Um. I just, this cologne, when I put it on every day, I think, God, I'd love to drink this. Now, yeah. I know this is strange, but have you yeah. got anything that's kind of in that ballpark? Look, barkeep, I've got a bit of um, beer Shazam for you. Just uh, <laughs> if you can sniff my wrist and uh, yep. give me an appropriate yep. ale, that would, that would really help me yep. out. Have you got any CK1 on tap? I'd love to just go <laughs> into a bit of that. <laughs> um, some old spiced rum. Um, all right, let's 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 crack into... Uh, thank you to everyone who, who um, patronises us on patreon.com slash Club Keeps the lights on in here. Thank you very, very much for not only listening, but for, for helping to make this happen. This is, this is how it actually happens uh, because of you guys. Yep. Um, so thank you very much. You get your bonus episodes out twice a week and you go into the draw to have your name read out and immortalised on this show. I mean, and there's only one way to do that. That is to... Um, Patronize us on patreon.com slash little dum dum club. Either that or do a bit of a half assed job in a bottle shop near us and get talked about like that. So it's one or the yep. other. Um, thank you very much. First cap off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Lucy McClare. McClare. Mm. Did not, that's not the way I thought that was going to go. When, when I heard the Mac, I thought. Uh, what do you think? I thought McLeod. I thought. Uh, Lucy McLeod. Mm. Lucy McLeod is where I thought we were going. McLeod. Right, that's right. strange. Real switcheroo, real bait and switch mm. happening there. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I think it's a good sign that we have a, a female listener up top of the uh, up top of the read. So I, I feel I feel pretty good about it. Um, McLeod, I'm 
I, I'm really not sure about that surname. It's M C L A R E. Um, never seen it before, and I, I kind of my mm. first thought when I looked at it was, is this real? I don't know why you'd make it up, but I did think haven't seen that before. Yep, yep, that's a real but, stumper. What do you think of the name Lucy? I like the yeah, name Lucy. Yeah, it's good. It's um, it's, it's not something it's, I, I considered, of, but for my child, but I wish I had. I wish I'd thrown it in the mix. It's 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 the sort of name that, and obviously, you know, everyone's personal um, um, experiences with a name growing up and whatnot are different. But to me, it's a name that it seems impossible to have a complete cunt with the name Lucy. It just it's, it just seems to really don't you? Th- I don't know. There's something very like I don't know. It's always to me felt like a very pleasant, very nice kind of name. I don't know. Sure, but I, look, I I want to think that, but. I reckon the first Lucy I ever knew in high school was fucking insane. And the sort of person that I think now, I very, very, very occasionally, I will my mind will wander and, and wonder where Lucy is now and wonder, is she dead? What happened to her? Because she was fucking bonkers. She was fucking okay. crazy. So I, okay. I wonder if she settled down or if she's fucking absolutely brown bread or not. But mm-hmm. despite that, um, I do think fondly, that, that's the power of Lucy as a name. I still think fondly of that <laughs> name dis- despite her fucking it up for me early doors. If, if, you have another, if you have another kid and it's a girl and you and your wife bouncing names back and forth and you're like, what about the name Lucy? And she's like, yeah, I like it. What's the, what brings you to that name? And you're like, oh, just this girl I went to school with who was absolutely fucking mental who I have, mm. very strong, I have a very strong suspicion that she's currently dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to name my daughter after. Yeah, Some head to, case from school. Yeah, to like bring the Lucy name back on average to like good. Ah, you know, right, right. Offset. That's, it's an off. It's a carbon offset of a name. That's that. Yeah, I don't. Have we ever talked about this? That's it. That's not a bad theory. Like the idea mm. that instead of giving your child a name that you know has a positive connotation for you, you just go look. I, I've always liked this name. And it's just a shame that a person with that name bullied me at high school. And I want to, mm. you know, I want to do one. I want to do one for the, you know, the Richards of the world and, yeah. and give my kid that name and, and raise them to be an exemplary member of society and, uh, and you know, and, and negate, negate that evil Richard that tormented me when I was at school. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have a, a daughter called Lucy and I'll just, it, my whole life will be, just checking on her mental health the whole time and making yeah. sure she's never unhappy about anything just to really try and breed a really pure mental, uh, mentally positive uh, young daughter, just the polar yeah. opposite of, um, of the Lucy I knew from high school. That would, that would, just, yeah. just to even Stevens the whole experience over, over the breadth of about you know, 30 years or so. Uh, well, I'll go. I'll go one further. If I ever have a kid, I'm calling it Adolf. I'm follow. I'm oh, taking this theory. Nice. I'm taking this theory all the way to the top. I'm gonna. What? I mean, why keep it personal? Why not? Mm. Why, why not raise an Adolf who grows yep. up to be this like humanitarian, just like Adolf, little Adolf, mm. yep. little Adolf Dasilo. She, she she fixes the world. She fixes <laughs> climate change. She, yep. uh, she you know she cures Loves cancer. Loves the Jews. Just yeah. really getting one back. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> breed breed All her. Right. Yeah, raise her to, to love love Jewish people. Um, that's a great yeah. idea, Lucy. Well, I'm sure Lucy Lucy McClare. I'm sure you're one of the good Lucys anyway. I'm sure you're doing your bit. You're um. 
uh, your bit to average out the good Lucy. So thank you very much. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm positive you're doing that because look at the good deed you're doing right now. You're, you're contributing exactly. towards this show. There you go. Yeah. Um, yep. And unless this is the Lucy I knew that's got – that's a, this is her new married name, in which case well, she's trying to average you know, out the good and bad Lucys by making the second half of her life good. Well, and also based on um, – yeah, based on everything that you've said about that Lucy you went to school with, would not surprise me at all if she was a listener of this podcast. Yeah, so yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It, it adds I'd, up. It all look, adds I'd up. be surprised if this is the first time we found out about her, though. I, I think she would have been one of the people <laughs> that are front row just, like, yelling at us and throwing fucking shit. So um, <laughs> I would say that's not. But anyway, thanks, Lucy. Thanks, Lucy. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Whoa, here we go. What this is a doozy. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Maxima LaRosa. Oh, Jesus Christ, Maxima. Maxima LaRosa. I mean, if if you had gone with if we had John LaRosa, I'd be like this is interesting. Maxima LaRosa. Jesus Maxima. Christ. Yeah. I can't even I can't even tell you what gender I think that is. Well, that's it's surely that's female, isn't it? Maxima. I mean, hmm. It's. I mean, doing oh. a bit of. Doing I'm a bit doing of a bit of. I'm doing a bit of work. Detective work. Yeah, yeah. There is there is a lot of Maxima Larosas. There's actually really? quite a few. If this is is this a fake? Is this a uh, is this like the Alan Smithy of Patreon? Oh, I don't maybe it be. is. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I give money to this. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. This is this is like some sort of. Well, hang on. Maybe it's not. I'm I'm looking up someone. And it's like a, she's like a model. This, this this can't be the same one that that listens to us. This is this is some sort of professional professional good looking person. This can't be our person, surely. Let's no one hey, pref- look. Let's take the win. Let's just say that it is. Wow, our first, our first good looking listener. <laughs> awesome. This is this is quite a day for us. Congratulations, <laughs> Maxima. <laughs> You've broken um, through the throng of absolute bush pigs to get yep. our attention, and uh, yep. yeah, a real a real diamond in the rough. Congratulations for for rising above the threes. Um, <laughs> glad to have you on board. <laughs> yep, yep. Maxima, this, this cannot this cannot be the same one. I mean, look, the one I'm looking at here that's a professional, good looking person. It lives in Melbourne, so that that would say it. that would. That would, that would. Can you would, send me? Can you send me a link? Yep, I'm sending you the link right now. I, no, I'm okay. I'm waiting with bated breath. Your your opinion. Your your maybe yeah, your amazement on what's happened to you. I'm gonna weigh in. I'm gonna yeah. weigh in. What do you think? Okay, here. We what go. are you thinking? What are you thinking about what I'm seeing uh, on this end? Right. You can see why I would. I'm a little bit in disbelief. Surely. Yep. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no. I don't think this woman even knows what a podcast is. There's just mm, no way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no way. She- People that look like this aren't fucking, you know, unsubscribing to the Little Dum Dum Club. They don't even like comedy. Is There's she no need for Melbourne? comedy. Yes. Oh, we have – do you have any – I have three mutual friends with her. Do you have oh, any mutual friends with her? No, I don't. Interesting. Oh, mm. I do – you know what? I do like how – 
if this this is this is going to be this person. What I like is that the initial pictures make her look like this runway model, and I'm sure she is, she is, and everything. And I'm like, oh wow, this is mm-hmm. really this is out of our world. What, what, this can't be anything connected with us. And then I've looked on another page of hers. And the last job she's put up publicly is she was in a chemist warehouse ad. I'm like, ah, oh, that's more like us. Okay. That's, she's come back to the field. <laughs> I'm now, I'm Man, now starting really to hope... think this is real. Yep. <laughs> I really hope it is. This, but have you? Did you try searching like in one of our groups, in the Patreon groups? No, if... I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, let us know. Originally from the Dominican Republic, now living in beautiful Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Maxima De La Rosa. That, 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 look, that profile is just nothing like our usual people. Like, originally in Dominican Republic, now a catwalk model or whatever. I mean, usually we've got people who are originally from Cranbourne and now they're in <laughs> Frankston. And yeah, and they work behind the counter. At, they work behind the counter at Chemist Warehouse. They don't model for them. Imagine being like anyone who's attractive listening to this and then it's just like <laughs> your favourite show and the two hosts of it like, wow, a fucking finally an attractive person listening to the show. <laughs> we are probably giving birth to a lot of fucking body issues right now amongst yep. the uh, amongst the listeners of this. Yeah. Well, but, look, uh, it, it hey, if it means be. that everyone else picks up their act and then looks a little bit more like Maxima Della Rosa, then uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, and, you know, shout out to, to Maxima if this isn't you in any way and it's just a completely different person and we're fantasising that you're, you know, you, <laughs> that you're much more attractive than what you actually are. So, um, yeah, yeah. But, hey, look, you don't know you don't know the page we're looking at. Maybe it is you that we're looking at maybe we're it could be exactly yes mm. yes mm. well thank you uh thank you maxima Della if, Rosa, if whoever you're not you are, the... and however attractive you are even yes. if you're you know even if you're a two doesn't change how much we appreciate <laughs> the money coming in you know yep. money money has no um you know there's no attractive scale for mm. for money so yep. you know well it's, there it's is universal. i mean 50 is better than 10 there is uh, yeah yeah fuck good yeah. point yeah, yeah. You can't say money. You can't say about money. Oh, it's a real ten, because like that's just ten dollars. Like fifty is better. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, true, true. Look, and if you're not the model, if you're not the the the, the chemist warehouse model, don't spoil this for us. Don't tell us. Like I, I like to think that right. We've got this Dominican chemist warehouse uh, model uh, subscribing to us, and and if you're going to wreck it and just say no, we've got the same name and. I do live in Cranbourne, actually, and I do work behind the counter at Chemist Warehouse. It's it's yep. you know, it's not great. This has been this yep. has been the best thing that's happened all day to me. So just just yeah, just let, let us, us have, have this. the fantasy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Thanks, Maxima. Thanks, Maxima. Uh, thank you very much to. Um, and if there is more than one person called Maxima La Rosa, that's that's pretty bizarre. I think, isn't it? It's a pretty out there name, especially living in Melbourne. Yeah, it's and. Unless this is like the Dominican Republic, you know, John Smith. Unless John this Smith, is, yeah. unless yeah. this is the, unless this, the, this might be the Dominican Republic John Citizen. It, this is that that Maximal La yeah. Rosa is on every single credit card ad that you ever see over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, mm. thanks, Maxima. Yep. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Tommy Gatti. 
Oh, man. I was excited. I thought this was me for a minute. No, it's not. You thought you were giving money to you and me for a minute. It's not. Yep. Um, yep. This is this has got a bit of Soprano vibe, I would have thought. Tommy Gatti, G-A-T-T-I. Tommy Gatti. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. This, is this your yeah. Soprano character? Be- this, Yeah, yeah. This is my mobster alias. Yeah. Right, right. Where are you? Uh, where are you at with the Sopranos? Speaking of which, I am. I'm. I'm not a very fast watcher of um, any TV show, and I. And this is a shared show that we're. This is this is a show for me and yep. my wife to watch together. We are officially one episode into season two. Okay. It's taken us right. seven months to to get through season one, and we're yep. one episode into season two now. You're almost watching this in like real time. You're taking it at the same pace that it originally aired at. Yeah, <laughs> one a week, taking a taking a few months off in between seasons. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I really want to pace it out. Yeah, yeah. I want it to take eight years. Who knows how long this? Uh, who knows how long this coronavirus thing is going to go for? You know, you don't want to burn through a season in a in, in a week. You know, you want to yeah. spread it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing apparently, um, because I think. I think both of us are sort of like because you know we we've spaced it out so much that neither of us are like busting to watch the next episode because we're both like what's even happening in this show anymore yeah, we don't remember yeah 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 um and so both of us are then a little bit reluctant to to make the the big call to sit down and watch something for an hour so we're both looking at each other going who's going to blink first who's going to stay let's just not watch this anymore right. first so yeah right um, right I think I think for my wife she's she's probably not as big a fan of it because it's slow, slower paced, I guess, because it's, it's what, 10, 15 burn, years yeah. old. Yep. Yeah. So once, you, um, once you get to like season four and you've, you know, you've really spent a lot of time with the characters, it gets a lot easier to burn through because you, you know mm. what I mean? Like you're so in it, like you're so attached to them. But still, I remember even by the end of season two, only just starting to really, you know, pick up the pace. But right. uh, I imagine your wife is like uh, – You've, I think you've mentioned on the show that she's a she's a big Netflix in bed watcher. I imagine yes. she's burnt through all of Emily in Paris by now. I reckon that would have been uh, knowing your wife's watching habits from the uh, previously mentioned DVD collection under the table. Um, that seems like the uh, the sort of show that she she would what's have it called demolished in one sitting. Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. All right, I'm gonna find it's a out. new uh, new Netflix show. It's the guy that made uh, Sex and the City. And it's about oh. a uh, young, young social media influencer moving to Paris to work for, um, I think it's a fashion company or something like that. Do you know what? I'm going to um, tell her about this because I reckon she hasn't seen it. Because I tend to sort of oh, pop really? my head in. I tend to pop my head in and go, what are you watching? And it's just, we, yeah, we had a big conversation about it last night because we were talking about how many different services we're both subscribed to. And I'm like, yeah. well, I, I subscribe to all these and you watch them. I don't even watch them myself. And she's like, we're not subscribed to that many. And I go, yes, we are. And then I made her tell me which one she subscribed to. And she's got like four her, just herself, right. including the, right. the absolute dog shit one that's got all the Kardashians on it. Oh, yeah. The, um, the one that's all like reality TV, all basically. All shit. All garbage. Yeah, yeah, like real housewives and stuff. Yeah, yeah my girlfriend yeah. subscribed to that in a moment yeah. of weakness. Well, she subscribes to that, and but she was trying to. She, 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 we were having an argument last night where she was trying to convince me that it's a good thing to subscribe to because the only thing she watches on it is is like an LA real estate show or something, and I'm like, but but it's like a Kardashian version of real estate. It's like 
you know, just garbage. But she was trying to convince me, like, no, I'm thinking of investing in real estate, so this is a good show to watch. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this is not a real estate investment show. This is like attractive right. people in LA looking at pools or whatever it is and passing it off as real estate. This is this is no advice. I mean, this is just rich people buying pa- buying houses. Yeah, I think I know the show she's talking about. Yeah, but the, like the guilt that you feel if you're consuming too much television, especially reality TV, like the brain will do anything to justify it to you. It's like, right. yeah, I'm, you know, I'm learning. It's actually educational. Like, I, you know, I'm I'm planning to go to LA someday. So by <laughs> seeing the Kardashians Very and the soon. places that they go, I'm sort of reading. It's like I'm reading a Lonely Planet book. So I'm accumulating yeah. this knowledge that's going to be. Yep. Good for me one day in the future when I visit this city. Yeah, that's that's nearly word for word what I copped last night, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then imagine like trying to flip it and being like, yeah, well, you're watching that David Attenborough doco and in a way that's just reality TV. That's just mm. as vacuous. Well, that's just, uh, that's just look, spectating on animals going about their day. There's no th- value in that. This, this, to be fair, this argument was happening – as she, when we were side by side in bed last night, she was watching that and then she'd flip over and go, you're watching a webcam from Thailand. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, it may be it may be thin on the ground, but at least there's some form of plot and character development in yeah, the Kardashians. Exactly. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's incredible, but there's certainly there's a great deal more of it than there is in your standard webcam. Yeah, and this isn't this, look my one. This isn't scripted. You know, their, their reality one. It's all scripted. It's all fake. My webcams are real. They're the real deal. They are real oh people God, you're walking one of those down guys, the street. Real people You're one of those idiots. <laughs> You're one of those idiots to think the webcams are real. <laughs> like oh, they're not did... all set up. Like there's oh, not someone there directing those people to walk in front of that. Damn. <laughs> oh, you telling me last night when I saw that guy walk into Family Mart? That wasn't that wasn't off the cuff. That yeah, was a real. Oh, no, man. The oldest trick in the book. The Fuck. oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks. Um. Somehow we got there from Tommy Gaddy. Thanks, Tommy Gaddy. Thanks, Tommy Gaddy. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Wow. Okay. Thank you to Laurie De Bleu. De Bleu. Yeah. D U B L E U. Laurie De Bleu. De Bleu. Hmm. Okay. One, one okay. of the very rare French sounding people on this uh, on this segment of the show, I would say. Uh, I it's can't imagine between uh. Mm. Can't imagine um, going to France and having many people turn up to uh, a live podcast of ours, but you know, no. there's a slight chance maybe. Laurie de Bleu. De Bleu's kind of like ha- it's halfway between a French name and then like a uh, something you would see coming out of a speech bubble of Alfred E. Newman. Yes, de Bleu. Yeah, yep. you know, it's like uh, the the French Mad Magazine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's um. It's like, you know what, yo play, it's French for yogurt. And it's just someone yep. vomiting. It's uh, de bleu, it's French for <laughs> yeah, there you vomit. Go. De bleu. Yeah. 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 Great. Perfect. Uh, but like I said, yeah, for, it hasn't been a lot of um th- this is this is nearly as out of the blue. Any like a French listener for us would be nearly as out of the blue as the idea, uh, as the fact that Luke Heggie is married to a French woman and has French yes. kids. Just absolutely kids. bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Um, no yeah, they, connection. Uh, they're, they're, it, yeah, his kids are like fully bilingual, aren't they? Yeah. 
That's fu- that's fucking awesome. Like anyone, yeah, growing up in a household where you have two, where you're having two languages being like natively spoken, like mm. not having to reach an age where you're like, you know, I want to learn a second language, but now like my brain is so fucking corroded from years of other bullshit that I'm having mm. to like really like work and study. Like just growing up and being like, yeah, I just naturally speak two languages. That would be oh. fucking awesome. That would be so I good. Know, I know, yeah, like the the... The childcare place that um, little blanket goes to, they're like, yeah, yeah, we we just we're just going to teach two languages. It's like she doesn't know one. How the fuck is this going to work? Wow! But yeah, yeah. But that's, you, you get in early. That's where you. Yeah. That's where you kick it off. Yeah, yeah. this is this is um th- that'd be great if you know when when parents get in uh, with kids and and really get them to to learn tennis really early doors and then they just become those yeah, tennis yeah. dads. I'm going to become a language dad and just get my kid to like learn 50 languages and just be there like at school looking through the window, shaking my fist, go, yeah, learn Spanish well, harder. Come on. Well, you, don't even, <laughs> you don't even need it to be 50 because it's like typically if a parent is like, you know, forcing sports lessons on their kid at a young age, it's because they want the kid to excel because that's going to be of a benefit to them in their older age, isn't that? You know, sometimes, often, that's the thinking. It's like this. Well, this kid th- is my meal. This kid is my meal ticket. So for you, it's like you teaching blanket tie at a young lang- at a young age. So it's like I'm moving over there with you as soon as you turn eighteen, and you're right. going to be able to like, you know, you're going to be able to like run shit over there, and then right. I'm just going over with you. I'm you're my meal ticket to I a th- life in Thailand. I think there's there's a little bit of that, but then I think there's a little bit of. Um you know, people living their their life through their kid. So th- it'd be yeah, that regret yeah, yeah. of me not learning Thai when I was five years old. Yep. And going, all right, well, my yep. kid's yep. going to learn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this plan. Yeah, that would be if you. That must be if you if you're living in like a bilingual household as as the Heggies do. You know, it's it's it's. I think it's a um, interesting enough thing for a parent. Um, in and of itself, what's the kid's first word going to be? But then oh, imagine yeah. also having the equation, and what language is it going to come out in? <laughs> yeah. like, just truly not knowing is the first, like, like, can we officially say that, you know, this child's first language is French because, you know, the first word was in French. So technically they ah. were speaking French before they were speaking English. They spoke That's French and then they learned English at a later date. Like, like when um, someone is born somewhere. Okay, well, that, that's. I know you're on holiday and you just happen to give birth there, but that means you're you're born in America, which means you're American now. Well, you you, get your the first word. Yeah. Your first word yeah. was um, le commissariat, which is uh, French for police station. So sorry, but yeah. you're French. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah. I'm sure, sure you said it in Fitzroy, <laughs> but you are French. Yeah, that's a disturbing kid whose first word is police station. In French. <laughs> in French. No no French being spoken in the house for some yep. just for some weird reason. Or, you know, it could be coincidence. It could just be the baby babbling and making noises and then it just happens to come out. Uh, you yep. know, someone's like, Hang on, I I feel like I feel like I've heard this phrase on a Yo play ad before and then they mm. pull out the uh, they pull out the French dictionary and they're like, Fuck, all right, we've got a we've officially got a French kid. And that is that is what that is my takeaway from two years of French, by the way. Uh, bonjour, um, bon, ça va, and le commissariat. They're the I think they're the four yep. phrases, four words I know from from two years of French. Mm. Um, 
Which goes to show, yeah, if you do learn a language early on um, you, and you give yourself enough time, you can lose that language as well. You can absolutely yeah. forget nearly all of it. Um, it's a so shame. So thanks, thanks it's a Laurie. It's that that works that way. It doesn't mm. happen with English. Don't wake up yeah. in the morning like, oh, fuck. I've, I mean, I actually, no, I've, I forget words all the time. <laughs> like the, the older I get, the more times I'm just stopped in my tracks in conversation going like, fuck, what's the word? What's it fucking called? You know. You you know um, what it come, is. You know the thing I'm come. thinking of. Yeah, yeah. That's come, right. come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that used to happen to me maybe once a year and now it's like at least a daily occurrence that I've right. just got no idea what the fuck I'm trying to say. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and then you forget the words that you're trying to use to describe the word that you're missing. Like I do that sometimes yep. where I'm, I'm, I'll say to my wife, oh, you know that word that means that it's sort of like – and then I can't think of the words that it's like. So my question yeah, to her yeah. is like, you know that's, that word that's like the other stuff that's like the stuff? And she's like, what, are you having a stroke? What the fuck this is happening? This is a stroke, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the real – and then the truly horrifying thing is if you ever got to the point where you forgot the phrase – What's that word for? Yeah. So it's yeah. like you hit that point in what you're saying and then there's just silence. There's just dead air while the person's staring at you like, what's going on? Are you Is your brain fucking yeah. short-circuiting? All right. Thanks, thanks Laurie the, the, the Bleu. Thanks, Laurie. Um, we've, 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 look, the time's blown out on this episode as well. Let's get this uh, done. Um, let's, yep. It's time for one more, one more quick one. Sorry if we don't take a heap of time with this one and you've been waiting a while, but anyway, let's get into it. Uh, thank you very, very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, this is interesting. Um, thank you very much to Maxima La Comedy. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Max, Maxima La Comedy. Are they yeah. hot? Yeah. Have you got a picture Well, there? I'm looking them up right now. They've got a fan page. They are... Yep. Well, they're a comedian, so they are... Yeah, they're absolutely um, putrid. They are terrible. They are uh, in comedy, right. okay. so they cool. look like cool. garbage. They're a professional garbage-looking yeah. person. Um, you can actually comedy, get antidotes to them. Comedy 9, real world too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can actually get antidotes to how repulsive they are at Chemist Warehouse. Um, so there's uh, another Ah, that's link. good. That's good. Mm, All right. Yep. Well, thanks, Maxima La Comedy. Thanks, everyone who supports the Little Dum Dum Club on Patreon. Head to littledumdumclub.com. We've got the merch there. We've got hoodies. We got shirts, we got all manner of things, we got hats, we got stubby holders, all that dummy-o. kind of stuff. Video messages now. Dummyo. Get a uh, get a video greeting from us for a uh, loved one or an enemy or maybe just for yourself, which some people have done. Um, go and bid on Nick Carr's penis and we will see you next week. See, see you, mates. mates.